You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, in the first segment, we talk about, we try to preview this U.S. women's national team game. We talk about the Women's World Cup. We talk, we make some incredible Hope Solo puns. Uh, so this <laughs> might be, the, you've never heard more Hope Solo puns uh, than in, on any other podcast. It, it, it is a, a ridiculous amount of Hope Solo puns. So just we just want to emotionally prepare you for that. Absolutely. In the second segment, speaking of emotionally prepared, I hope Thailand was because they <laughs> got bodied in a way that I don't know. I mean, we talked we talk about it. And guess what? We bring in a good friend, someone we hung out with and watched the uh, horrible second half of your Thailand <laughs> fan. We bring in Mike LaBelle. You know him. Professional uh, uh, EMLS player for the for the New York Red Bulls. We bring him on the podcast. We have a great talk. We also talk a little bit about comedy. That and more on this episode of, of the, the Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Wow, that that was a, a a more horse yeah baby yeah, than usual. I got you know a little a little phlegm in the throat. Okay, <laughs> okay. I don't know what the hell hit me, but it hit me. <laughs> <laughs> hit me real good. Oh boy, <laughs> I was gonna make a crude joke about uh, David Ortiz, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you basically did. But. I mean, I didn't. I didn't say it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll get to that in a moment. Welcome uh, to the show. It might. Uh, it, it, I don't know if it sounds a little echoey here. I can't necessarily tell. I can't tell either. Where are we? We are in the palatial uh, Polanco <laughs> estate. We are in Shea Polanco. <laughs> yes, we are in uh, my new my new home. Uh, I had to I had to leave. If you if you guys are listening to this show for the first time, the last. A month and a half, two months of my life have been insane dealing yes. with uh, mold. Needless to say, we are in a mold-free environment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's basically uh, a hospital room. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, Polanco built a wall around the mold and said, no more. Uh, yeah, so we're in a bubble. Uh, it's a it's dope a- space, though, dude. You guys did really well. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I mean, it's too far for me to ever come back here again. It's very far but from. But I came uh, here once from civilization. But yeah, this is too much. You have <laughs> like a babbling brook next to you. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, it's it's much more suburban than I'm used to. I grew up in Brooklyn my entire life. Uh, it, it it's challenging, but I'm uh, I'm adjusting. So I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing my best. You're doing your best. <laughs> I could see it. You're like with me when my wife makes me go like to a store and she's like, I'll be out in a second. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Get fidgety. Yeah, you're like, it's not even anywhere for me to sit. <laughs> you know? And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll wait outside. Nope, stay in here. My, my biggest complaint out of uh, being here, it is a, is very much a suburb, but there is like a couple, there are a couple of things around here. So yeah. like uh, there's, a, there's, a del- there's a deli slash pizzeria, which are, those are always good. Right. Oh, we should go try it. It's like a judge the shit out of it. It's it's not great. Um, I could have told you that. It's weird to see the pizza being made next to a hero. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Normally, it's I, going to a hero. That's me, baby. And um, yeah, there's just the. the have qu- you gotten in trouble for calling it a hero out here yet? 
Uh, no, not a sub. Is that is that what they call it out here? This Jersey is, is a sub. New York is a hero. But we're also the, the, the South Jersey is a hoagie. Okay, and Connecticut is grinder. <laughs> Somebody just screeched their car to a halt. So, Excuse me, I've been, like, I've been ordering the wrong thing all this he's time. Like, Girl, we going to Connecticut. <laughs> Wait till you see what they got in Connecticut. Six so, foot long. So uh, I mean, that's more than a hoagie. Yeah, that's, that's a party. That's what it is. Take a foot long, please. <laughs> Grinder, thing. No, excuse me, sir. That's not where it goes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. We can order double the meat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this All is the right. soccer podcast. We, we promise. promise. <laughs> we promise. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. Uh, we are your favorite stand-up comedians. Uh-uh. Uh, normally at the top of Madison Square Garden, but right not, now, not right now. <laughs> okay, we're at the top of New Jersey. Yes, son. <laughs> literally uh, hosting uh, the funniest soccer podcast that you've ever listened to. Uh, it's not only the funniest soccer podcast, though. Uh, not Nah, son, it is. It is that. Yeah, but it's not just that. It's not just not exclusively that. Nah, because it's other things, and one of those other things just happen to be the gulliest soccer podcast. That's right, and uh, and we we can announce now if you're listening to this right now in the New York area, we're going to be bringing that gully. Hell yeah! To Belson's Belson Stadium. Right, everybody knows what that is. <laughs> <laughs> that is where the St. John's, uh, the, the 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 university, their uh, their their college soccer team. That's where they play. But the NYCFC is going to be playing a game there uh, against uh, North Carolina FC. Yeah, U.S. Open Cup. U.S. Open Cup. And we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to be taking over uh, NYCFC's Instagram. Hell yeah. So if you want to be on NYCFC's Instagram, just give us money at the game. No, we're going to be taking over. It's going to be fun, man. We're going to, as they said on Twitter, it's going to get a little gully. That's right. Uh, U.S. Open Cup retweeted it, too. <laughs> Yo, okay. We're making everybody in the soccer world start to say gully. All right. We're like, it's like an infection. Hell yeah, it's like that, so that phlegm, It's like the mold. It's like that phlegm that you have in your throat currently. Hell yeah. Why is it in there? <laughs> I didn't order a grinder. <laughs> or did I? <laughs> Wait, when did I put a grinder in my mouth? What What's all this phlegm in my throat? <laughs> anyway, oh, still on the air. <laughs> anyway, luckily, you know this. Uh, this it's, it's, the it's free. It's the, yeah. the internet. It's free. It's, I mean, the internet. Well, it's not free to access it, but you know what I mean. Um, so right now we're current no rules. We're currently uh, we have the the women's World Cup on television. Uh, Sweden is about to play uh, Chile, and uh, we just watched uh, uh, New Zealand. Against Lose Netherlands, last second. Lo- uh, yeah, it was a uh, t- really tough loss. So we, uh, we're g- but we're going to be talking about the women's World Cup and some of the games, and, and uh, we're going to go watch the uh, the women's national team, the U.S. women's national team game against uh, Thailand, and we're going to th- then our next segment will be us recapping that game. Yeah, uh, so you'll you'll hear the second segment will be us. After the game. Correct. The last time we did this for a national team game <laughs> was not fun. Not good. If you haven't seen, you can watch, I think, the videos on YouTube and, uh, and, uh, and a couple of different places. But, uh, yes, we, the last time we did that was the, the game against Trinidad yeah. for the men's national team. And we were like, yo, they the just. The first segment was like, this is going to be fun, man. <laughs> we're going to have a blast. All they, need is, uh, all they need is a point, And we're in the World Cup. We're chilling. And then every. 
like, we could even lose, but, I mean, Honduras ain't beating Mexico, so we fine. You know, let the kids play. And uh, everything that could have went wrong did. And you know what's shocking? I listened back to that episode not that long ago. There's really not that long of a gap between the both segments. So the the like the sharp turn of emotion. Oh, sure. It was, I mean the 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 well the gap is is DJ Step. We interviewed him. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, but it really seemed even even ta- we spoke to him before the, uh, the 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 game. So there was positivity there too. Everybody was optimistic. Okay, you know, I wouldn't even call it arrogance. It no. wasn't even arrogant. It was just like, hey. You know, it's very matter of fact. <laughs> OK, this is already a done deal. Yeah. You know, they, I mean, why are we they, even talking about you it? You know, they're just writing the, the, the epilogue of this book. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> We're good to go. Uh, but no, everything uh, fell apart. And uh, but we do not expect that for the women's uh, side. So. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, so we're going to be doing that after uh, after this segment. And you, you can so you can hear about the game. Uh, and uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to uh, dis- so many dope things to discuss. Um, I, I don't even know. Let's let's start the show the way we normally do by showing love to the people who show love to us. And recently, let's hug those who have hugged us. <laughs> That's right. We have to get. We have to talk about that as well. Uh, but but the um uh the the reviews on iTunes. So we're we're pretty close. We're only twenty two reviews away from five hundred. I mean, we're just we're just so close. Like we could see it. We could smell it. People have been... Uh, Much like the U.S. Men's National Team <laughs> at Trinidad. We're not going to talk about it anymore, but you get the point. So, uh, people have been leaving uh, recently. I feel like uh, the last uh, year or so, we've been getting so many uh, positive reviews, and usually they're really funny, and they usually have like an inside joke or something yeah. really cool about it, right? But the last couple weeks, we've been getting heartfelt Reviews where I'm like, okay, all right, now these now these Cooligans fans are making me emotional. Yeah, that's not. Don't you dare make <laughs> water come out of my eyes. <laughs> how, how dare you, yo? Don't this you is, know who we are, <laughs> yo. Crying ain't gully, dog. Nah, nothing gully about tearing up, <laughs> making me sensitive about my accomplishments and things I've done in my life. <laughs> F out of here, son. <laughs> but no, thank you for uh, people uh, who are leaving leaving reviews on iTunes. Uh, too too kind. Uh, we appreciate. It. We're trying to get to five hundred. We're so so close. So the um, uh, I want to read this one because this one uh, was uh, really sweet and uh, just uh, again uh, one of these uh, one of the emotional ones. So here you go. So this is from uh, M K Samella. Who oh I've seen this. So this is from uh, Mike. So I know this name. This is Michael Samella. This is uh, we met him in Chicago. Uh, he is uh, a Colorado Rapids fan. He is uh, I if. if Unless anything changed, he's currently dating another Gully Squad member. They're both Gully. He's a Gully Squad member. That's right. They both they both uh, uh, Catherine, yeah. uh, uh, who uh, is an RSL fan. Turner, right? Yeah. And they, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they met in Chicago. What, not an RSL fan. She's also hilarious online. Oh, she's like great. That. Yeah. And uh, and so they, met, they, they were, I believe, uh, set up by... The this is so serendipitous. I believe they they were set up by the the person who left our next review. Okay, so yeah. so this is how crazy this all this all I I assume it's a coincidence, but who knows? But this is let me read this review from 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 Michael. So he goes, uh, the subject is they made me do it. 
Okay. <laughs> so five stars. Uh, and then he goes, first off, let me explain. I, I am a, quote, never Apple person. Right. All right. Android. So, <laughs> Android till I die. Right. So <laughs> he's just walking around looking like a drug dealer. <laughs> okay. It's the new burner, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We see those those pixels are, are meant to move weight. <laughs> yeah. Hell yes. And $300. All right. Take a couple dick pics, throw it out. It's a pretty good phone. <laughs> so uh, he continues. He goes, I was dismayed to learn that in order to leave a review, I'd have to download iTunes. Uh, he goes, I'm one of the 14 people that actually listens to the Cooligans via YouTube. So I promptly downloaded it and broke my company's policy by bypassing administrative restrictions <laughs> and installing iTunes to my work computer. All right. That's pretty gully. <laughs> That's pretty gully. All right. Breaking rules. Yeah, yeah. Hacking the firewall. <laughs> okay. I love this. All right. <laughs> Just circumventing the VPN. <laughs> he goes, the, the next step was to revive my dormant Apple login from back in 2009 when I caved and bought a, an iPod Nano, which I immediately lost. This guy's writing a movie. <laughs> of course, I forgot the password and the account was tied to an email address that I didn't use anymore. Great. Long story short, after several attempts and multiple iterations of clicking on pictures with traffic lights, you know, I, I got it all worked out. Uh, why go through all this trouble? Because prior to this, I was having a miserable day. Nothing was going right until I popped on the latest Cooligans episode and proceeded to laugh harder than I had all week. I, it was exactly what I needed. I, want, I wanted to give these guys five stars because of how much I appreciate them. They are genuine, good-natured, hilarious folks that I cannot say enough good things about. Simply put, the Cooligans make being an American soccer fan better. Also, if anyone happens to find a silver iPod Nano that has some Jamiroquai poisoned by Belle Biv DeVoe and, uh, and, uh, and apparently that uh, shitty U2 album that everyone was forced to have, I call dibs. <laughs> Thank you so much, that was Mike. Incredible, I wanted to make man. sure I read the whole thing because that was absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much for uh, just uh, that that for really uh, thank you for the review, but for for restoring your iTunes account because I know that must have been difficult. Uh, it's not easy for Android users uh, to do stuff like that because <laughs> <laughs> of uh, you know the absolute hatred uh, that 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 they have towards Apple. We, but we appreciate it. That's so. really dope, and I'm so sorry you had to click on traffic lights <laughs> to do that. Uh, there's some really cool ones, some pretty uh, emotional ones in here too, uh, like you mentioned. But I, I want to read this one. This is from 19 Samp F. Okay. And the reason I want to read it is because it reminded me of Sampaoli, uh, the coach <laughs> to ever walk this way. Sure. Uh, the title is Feel Like a Cornered Animal. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's five stars because you know if you don't give us five stars, we ain't reading it. Okay. <laughs> we eating that animal. Yes. Why has got a napkin tucked into his shirt? All right. Not just because I was hazed by audio to write a review, is that even possible, question mark, but because as I listen, I feel the presence of Alexis's ghost standing over me with his giant pizza pie ready to drip hot pizza grease into the innards of my phone which would probably freeze the screen on the men in blazers while it plays on loop laughing as I sent straight to podcast purgatory for failing to write a review more quickly for real though I've been listening about a half a year now and can't get enough stay gully Great content, great people. That's Thank right. Thank you so much. That's right. You know, and the and the, the great content compliment is means more to me than great people. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> great people. I mean, everybody. You know what? You could find one of those, swing at that cat. Somebody, first person yells like, don't do that to that cat. Great person. But great content. You know, All right. Are that is defined in this industry? Very difficult. I, very challenging. So Unless our name's on it. <laughs> no, thank you so much. 19, thank thank you for those incredible, incredible reviews. Uh, help us get to five 
500. Uh, we're so, so close. Uh, and yeah, this is uh, we're having a good time, man. And, and it is kind of a, a nice feeling to hear people say uh, that th- this podcast means more to them than just, you know, hearing about, uh, you know, whatever th- their team or, uh, or whatever or yeah. the scores or the stats. You know, people are like, this is uh, actually bring some joy to my life, which, you know, I never thought I would ever do that for anybody. I mean, this is all I ever wanted to do. So <laughs> and people were like, stop using your mouth to do that. Right. Your jokes ain't great. And I'm like, nah, they're going to get better. <laughs> they're like, oh, all you had to do was talk about food inside. <laughs> OK, it's quite the duo. So yeah. uh, so thank you again. Help us get to 500 and leave, feel free to leave a review on iTunes. So. Um, all right, so let's talk about uh, a couple things, obviously, that are going on in soccer. But, that, that all, I mean, and, and you made the joke about David Ortiz. But, yes, if you don't know, David Ortiz, big poppy of the Boston Red, formerly of the Boston Red Sox, did, uh, was uh, was attacked. He was uh, he was shot in Dominican Republic. Sitting outside. Sitting outside at a, at a, at a bar uh, with, with some friends. And somebody just rolled, they got off a motorcycle, rolled up to him and, and shot him. And uh, luckily he's going to be okay. He is currently, they flew him to, back to Boston. He's in the hospital there recovering. Uh, but it, 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 from all the stories I've read, I'm like, I'm, I'm like literally following uh, Dominican reporters um, you know, to like get updates because you know, obviously they were they they were on the on the scene and knew what was going on, and live from Mama Sushi. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. Yeah, That's what we're the, here. Those are my sources. We're on the scene. That's nowhere near. No, but like we got we're live streaming. Yes, yes. Washington Heights is yeah. pretty much uh, Dominican Republic. No, this girl's Facetime and someone who works at the hospital. So, it's but yeah, but that's how you know word travels fast. Yeah, it in, does. Well, I, I went to Lombardi's, the pizzeria. Yeah, and a lot of the employees there are Dominican. And as I walked in, they're like, "Yo, did you hear?" And I'm like, "Yeah, big." Poppy and they're like, no. So these two women showed up. I know one of them. Here's the video from her cell phone yeah, of her trying to get into the hospital. <laughs> and it's like so funny. Like, you Dominicans are so many. Dominican is now the number one uh, Latin population in in New York, right? They're the highest population of Latinos in New York. Really? So, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. They surpassed Puerto Ricans like a few years ago. Uh, and so you just, it's just so many Dominican people that you forget. It's not that big of a country. No, not at all. So I like, think Dominican Republic, I, I, so I think we're, we're you, to that point, I think there's more Dominicans in the U.S. than there are in Dominican Republic. That's insane. So yeah, like when you talk to someone about someone in Dominican Republic, someone in that conversation is like six degrees of separation. Someone will know someone who knows that person or be like, uh, actually... Totally. Yeah, yeah. Especially when superstars. Like, I remember when uh, somebody said something about Robinson Cano. Some one of my friends was like, "You know, my uncle's his bodyguard, right? Yeah, he lived in Newark for a few years when he first saw." I was like, "What? Yeah, yeah." Like, every, <laughs> all of a sudden, there's like an easy connection. So, especially someone as big as Big Poppy, everyone has some type of connection to him. Yeah, it's uh, look, it's you know, obviously this is a soccer podcast, and we're just yeah. <laughs> we're not here to talk about baseball per se, but the but Big Poppy is a. Uh, to, to me, he is a, a a symbol of like just Dominicans making it in America. Dominican excellence, exactly. All right, and there's not too many examples of that. <laughs> no. <all> right? <laughs> Have you seen Pedro Martinez's face? <laughs> but he was, he's still a hero. Yeah, uh, I mean, he looks like he's been eating heroes. <laughs> <laughs> too many grinders for Pedro <laughs> What's Martinez. What's going on, buddy? Take the app off the phone. It's too easy. So, um, but you know, on a personal level, uh, David. Ortiz uh, means a lot because not only yeah there's a lot of Dominican baseball players that are that that play very well uh, but he was 
on the forefront of being uh, uh, an ambassador, uh, being a bit more, being more personable, being those like, you, you know, he was as well known in Dominican Republic as he was in, in the U.S. And, and people who are not Dominican, who are, who are not, you know, uh, not Latino, know him. His brand is huge. He, yeah. it just he's he's a likable guy. He crossed over. Exactly. Yeah. And there's not many that Dominican-born players. Uh, that, Rod. It, well, he was born in Florida, but he's. I thought of, he was raised in Florida. My bad. Uh, of the to Dominican parents, and A Rod is another one who's like whatever. Like I, I used to do a, a joke about him uh, because when he got in the all the like steroid beef or whatever, he like threw his cousin under the bus. <laughs> Bolo. But you know he he didn't. Um, uh, he didn't like officially get caught. Uh, get caught like um, it, it was like speculative. Like he, it was it was like the the random test, and then then the names came out. Right. So it wasn't like he he was tested and then he failed the test. It was like he he was they were tested randomly and then the names came out that he you know whatever. So I made a joke about basically defending him or whatever. So but A Rod is another one. Even during the World Baseball Classic, he chose to play for the U.S. over uh, Dominican Republic, and then after like all the steroid stuff came out and all the beef and then all, you know, the U S sort of quote unquote hated him. Then he started playing for the DR. So it's like, yo dude, yo pick who you're going to represent. Like right. you, it's like whoever likes, likes you like lately, you know, you know, whatever, who's kind to you lately, whatever. But right. Like if Mariano uh, Diaz, all of a sudden is uh, evading taxes in Spain. Yeah. Now he comes home to play for DR. <laughs> oh, okay. How convenient. Is that all we got to do is catch a charge? <laughs> He'll come play for us. Huh? Junior Firpo. <laughs> But watch what's on your phone, my guy. Okay. We're going to get you to play on this team one way or another. Oh, you think we won't extort you in to the team? Because we will. Okay. I will find a way to get you on this team. So... Um, but but David Ortiz is obviously a, a very important figure, just to to so many Dominicans. You look, we we had Sammy Sosa who who was who was doing whatever he's doing now. He became a, a <laughs> Southern Republican. I don't know how he, he, he the bleached is, his skin is, into is, a red hat. <laughs> accent is gone. He's like, yeah. well, my dear, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't I think do, I've changed quite a bit. I don't I know do what declare. <laughs> like Sammy, Mister. So, so what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Senor, I don't understand. <laughs> so, by the way, our southern fans hate when we try the southern accent. Oh, no, you guys love it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but the problem is it's too exact, you know? <laughs> oh, it's too, too uh, Yosemite Sam? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry if those are our only references. <laughs> I thought all southern people sound like Yosemite Sam. <laughs> I don't even know if anyone is. I, mine was the rooster. What was the Foghorn Leghorn. What a great name. <laughs> uh, whoever named them, those dudes were doing ass. These are our southern heroes. Yeah. Okay. Build <laughs> yeah, yeah. a statue of Foghorn Leghorn. No one will be upset. <laughs> Replace those Confederate yeah. soldiers with Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn. First of all, the joy that comes to me <laughs> as I say the name alone would change the country. Okay. If everyone else got that enjoyment. <laughs> or just put Foghorn Leghorn's head on Robert E. Lee. You yeah. Oh. Beautiful. Well, get rid of the horse. Have him 
riding foghorn like <laughs> Oh, I think you said whores for a second. <laughs> <You're the> whore. <laughs> anyway. What uh, statues is Alexis talking about? So, um, look, uh, I'm, I'm glad uh, uh, David Ortiz is okay and he's going to be fine. And it's uh, uh, just unfortunate. And look, and we've heard, I don't know all the details yet, but this like, in Dominican Twitter, the, the rumors are like that he was uh, he was hooking up with a uh, uh, apparently some drug dealer's girl. And uh, and this, I mean, she. I, there are photos going around, and she's uh, she's hot as hell. She's gorgeous. It's maybe not worth a bullet, but uh, you sort of understand why a man could be persuaded. Uh, but I don't want to. I don't want to speculate. But even even if it is that, you know, even though Dominican men do not cheat, uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's absolute fact. Uh, so, <laughs> so, but it is, but sure. But if it's not, <laughs> if it's not, if that's not the case, it is. Uh, it's not. You shouldn't be shooting people, especially David Ortiz. As I was making the joke, I'm like, yo, David Ortiz, if he's hooking up with your girl, like you just you let that one slide. Yeah, you let mean, it go. All right. What are we doing? Why you know, we- David Ortiz, he can't he can't even steal second base. You let him steal your girl. I mean, he, he hasn't stolen much in his life. Yeah, he walks a lot, you know? <laughs> why, why, why? Uh, I mean, first of all, the guy can hit a home run, right? So and if that, he happens to do that against some of the best pitchers in the world, you think he can't do that with your girl? <laughs> okay. Okay. going to slide into the plate, all right? <laughs> let him slide into a DM. <laughs> uh, let it go. So uh, so I'm glad he's going to be uh, fine. Uh, it's just, just generally scary stuff. So, um, okay. So let's let's talk soccer and let's talk about uh, let's start with the World Cup. Uh, the World Cup is going on right now. Like uh, like I said, uh, Chile are still currently nil nil as we're watching this. But let's go. Uh, in general, the the I, I I'm loving the the level of uh, excitement uh, for any World Cup, and obviously for, for the Women's World Cup, the energy is. Uh, feels different right because it, it feels it's not just uh, uh watching a sporting event it feels like every every world cup there's a uh th- th- we're almost measuring where the 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 sort of level of interest for the women's game is yeah and- i, I kind of i hate the fact that like people i mean aaron put a great tweet out he's like world cup fever doesn't have a gender you know what i sure. mean i hate the fact that so many people feel the need to like take the temperature of how do we feel about the women's game today? You know, yeah. it's I and like not not to his issue. I love what he put, and I love what some people are putting in. I love those those comments, but it feels like some people on Twitter or commentators or or just journalists are always constantly having to be like, "We like it today, right, everybody?" Sure, <laughs> it's like dude, it's a fucking game. We've been watching it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's some times where the level isn't. You know what you would expect for a World Cup. I mean, but these some of these players are playing on their own dime. Yeah, yeah. Some of these players have had to train on their own dime. You know, if if I see you know a game like uh, you know Netherlands versus um, what was the game we're watching before New Netherlands? Zealand? Netherlands versus New Zealand. I think to myself, man, if you know if people if these if these ladies were treated equally to the men, yeah, how much? I mean, how much more excitement would there be? And it's already at a fever pitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it has been. Uh, I, like I in general, like from an emotional level, this is why when we were, when we did the women's national team media day, uh, it, it, it's. Uh, and and shout out to uh, Leslie Leslie Gideon uh, who had left a comment about our uh, Women's National Team Media Day video, and uh, I really appreciated it because she said, um, it, which it seems like an innocuous comment, right? But she said, I, lo- I I love the video because you treat them like people, 
You just talk to them. You just talk to the women's national team player like they're people. Because they are. Because they are people. Thank you for leaving that comment (laughs) because that means a lot to us. But we appreciate that because there is a... um, It it, it doesn't have to be... Every conversation about women's soccer does not have to be about like, how much are you inspiring little girls? What does this mean comparing it to the men... uh, you know, from from a from a emotional perspective of like how we feel about the game and yeah. how we feel about watching them play, or like you know sometimes when they make like um you know social stances. Yeah, it's I get it. I get like that. W- and I get that I sort maybe of, media day is the day to ask those questions. But, but, I, but for us, it felt yeah, a little overdone. Yeah, but I I feel like the 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 pro- progress made in the women's game is when the 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 questions about the actual game are are boring. And yeah. you can just talk about other stuff because the, all the all the other questions have been asked. We don't yeah. need to know uh, about the formation. We don't need to know about yeah. like your mindset going into this game. It's just like how do you prepare? <laughs> nah, we don't. Care. We don't care. I mean, yo, yo, you eat beans before a game. <laughs> like that's what we're. You can't care what Luis Suarez does before a game. No. Like I'm thinking, whatever. It doesn't matter what he is, what he does. But I'm sure he's sharpening his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just biting on the wood. Preparing. He's just like a like a dog with a chew toy. He's yeah. Uruguayan hero. <laughs> um, but uh, he's in the corner. Oh, he's ready. <laughs> I think uh, Luis smells a hat trick. Yeah. <laughs> Get him, boy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that that's sort of um, uh, where we, like th- there's no ne- uh, a necessity to kind of. Um, sort of grade how we feel about the game but realistically we have to like um acknowledge like how many people are watching and and that kind of growth right because the england scotland game had uh i believe 6.1 million viewers yeah, uh, it was their most watched uh, a women's, women's game, game so ever, that's yeah. so that's a huge uh you know benchmark uh yeah. and that's something to be truly proud of and then that's like a, uh, an exciting thing so you know all the all the games uh yeah all the games are not going to be as good as others the quality of some teams is not as high just like you mentioned some 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 teams are just like in the men's side some teams are much more have have way more resources than others and then and you see the difference even more that that disparity between the women's teams because very much so those uh it's it, it, it there's the quality of like the tier ones of u.s sweden netherlands right uh yeah. you see those england uh, France, but then you see the, you know, Argentina's, which uh, you see the um, uh, Korea. I mean, they got blown out in that first that first uh, game. Yeah, they did against France. Uh, wow. So yeah, so th- that, that that is you, it's much more visible. So I also had a lot more confidence that the women's national team was going to sort of ride the victory. But seeing how much France is behind their own home team, yeah, it's gonna be tough. And 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 they're just really good. They, they are incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's not. But it's, like, it's not just that they're good because I think the U.S. is just as good, if not better. But the fact that the entire country <laughs> seems like they're behind this team, it's like, oh, yeah, they were. Um, it, it didn't work with Toronto, but you know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I thought the the Raptors should have won that game. Oh, uh, what a what a 
Dumb. Anyway, we're talking about every sport. <laughs> you want to talk about NFL next? Um, NFL draft. Yeah. Um, no. So um, let's uh, let let's start with that first game real quick. So uh, France did win four uh, 0 that opening game. Um, uh, and so watching some of these teams, we're, we're, you watch them based on, uh, and all I'm thinking about watching them, I'm like, all right, who's going to compete with the with the U.S. That's really what I watch. I'm like, how does the U.S. stack up against them? And uh, the the I, like the main concern has to be a, for France uh, Wendy Renard so she's the the center back that is just she's just taller than her. she's just so tall and she's just a, a beast uh, yeah she's uh, like uh, Liverpool's uh, Van Dyke Van Dyke so, so like, a lot of people are comparing yeah. her to him um, but it, it, it's 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 almost it's more to me i i compare her more to um uh what's uh what his name the, the tall dude that played for england uh uh not peter crouch peter crouch yes yeah. yes <laughs> she's so much taller yeah. than every other player that it's like she has a huge advantage and she's also like incredible on the ball yeah. she could just head the ball uh, wildly athletic <laughs> as well i mean she's just a she's a special player and also you kind of don't know how, do do you try to get her out of position do you try yeah, to but so her? so i'm thinking from the us women's national team it was like who's going to mark her or whatever then yeah. then i'm that, as far as height you know lindsay Horan... Sam Mewis maybe can like put a body Mewis on Mewis is really tall. Yeah, so yeah. Th- those are the two that I'm like, okay, they, they can like, they, these are, they, they could at least like um, negate like her some of her best qualities right. and stuff like that. Or bring in Ashlyn Harris as a uh, striker. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, right? Yeah, come on. Get Hope Solo in there. But the... Um, well, the, she's got some choice words for the team. Anyway, we'll talk about Hope we'll talk in, about a in a second. Uh, but we have to... Uh, the, 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 there's a player on France who I it was... To me, this the standout Delphine Cascarino. She was the one that uh, like was just on the. She's Tobin Heath. Yeah, she's she's just Tobin. She's just uh, all all day, like just cutting up. these Korean ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Koreans (laughs) feel bad for these good little Korean ladies. They're like, why do my ankles hurt in areas (laughs) they've never hurt before? But yo, follow, make, keep an eye on Delphine Cascarino because uh, I, I think she's going to be one of the pe- these people that uh, stands out uh, and, and becomes like a much more global name. Uh, she plays yeah. for Lyon, so she obviously she's used to winning. Um, <laughs> but the the yes, she she was just incredible. She's just so good on the ball, uh, techers all day, yeah. and I I I love seeing that. Um, I, I, and, and that's what I think has, has stood out from uh, this World Cup is that there there has been way more uh, more flash that more more fla- yeah, yeah there's just that nobody's here to you, do the fundamentals no okay? no we- <laughs> for the fun why don't y'all try the dementals over there <laughs> I got the fun part so there, uh, there there's been a lot of like um, uh, Argentina had a couple of players like that it's just like every the, the, it was the, great to see Argentina draw too get a point yeah they were ha- everything they've gone through ha- yeah losing a tooth uh, yeah. <laughs> if you did it don't matter yo that was yo, you know how they say if you prick me do I not bleed I don't think she bled at all she <laughs> I didn't lost see, the tooth and there was no a, blood there was no blood I, I'm, I'm starting to think it was already a false yeah. tooth like she's she like oh this again <laughs> oh, pop that again <laughs> so the, there was no blood there was I didn't yeah I didn't see anything she got um they were playing against uh, Japan right yeah. see playing Japan and uh, I, I want to get her name I, um her name is uh. Amandine, I think she plays for, um, it's taking forever to load now, but, um, she, uh, the, the Japanese player shielding the ball, 
and rocks her elbow right in the mouth. I mean, if that's on a street fight, a bunch of people yell world star. <laughs> Without a doubt. It was a big one. Um, so the... Uh, uh, what's her name? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Cometi. So her last name, her first name, uh, Amandine, I think it's Amandine uh, Cometi. So she gets hit. Um, and in this, and it, it just, look, again, she didn't flop. No. She didn't do a whole big and by show. The way, it was a big enough hit where it was a fuacata. It was a fuacata. <laughs> it, was a, it was a legit fuacata. I think, the, I think uh, Danielle Slayton said that yeah, on the yeah, air. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> wow, that's a fuacata. <laughs> <laughs> my life would be made if someone said fuacata. You know, we, we had asked John Strong. Uh, we had asked John Strong and Stu Holden to say gully yeah. in, on the broadcast. They never did. No, but, maybe, but you know what though? He did shout us out on Alexi Lalas's podcast. That's right. It's, so that's, it's, clo- it's, it's close. It's close. We appreciate it. I, I mean, the, the offer is still out for. I mean, the, 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 <laughs> any announcers? Are any announcers listening to this and want to incorporate the word "gully" into I mean, their broadcast? I mean, send us a clip. We'll play it on the air. <laughs> okay, there's no reason to not do it. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so the uh, she didn't make a she didn't make a big scene out of it. Uh, she just she looked at the ref. She and she smiled and it was like, "Hey, you see, <laughs> there's yeah, a, you didn't call it. <laughs> you didn't call it. You didn't say anything." Yeah. Uh, but she did get rocked and uh, and then got off the pitch, put on uh, a mouth guard, back in the game. Nothing. No why, complaints. Why do you need it at that point? <laughs> you already lost the tooth. Lighten <laughs> <laughs> the load a little. Too bit, little. Yeah. Too late. You yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> it's like if you lost your dog on a road trip. Get rid of the dog stuff. You know what I mean. Lighten the load a little bit. <laughs> what a weird. You you your your disassociation with animals is like so. You're just like any emotional connection. Like no. I'll, why, why be weak? <laughs> <laughs> they just holding you back. Uh, <laughs> they don't want you to be successful. <laughs> Everybody knows that about dogs. Yeah. Uh, they, well, I'm not the first to suggest. I it. was I was uh, dog sitting recently for the first time. I never did that. And I, I never spent a, a consistent amount of time around a dog. And uh, it was, uh, I, I didn't realize how emotional dogs could be. I, I honestly, I, I had not been around dogs long enough to realize that from they, they are very, so very much like human beings that they, they, they clearly emote. They clearly, like, they, you know, the dog didn't want to eat yeah. because... Their, the owners were away. It was uh, my my girlfriend's uh, sister and, uh, uh, and and brother in law, and it, it, it literally was like, "I'm not eating yeah. because I miss my parents." Yeah. <laughs> You're not the normal one. Yeah, it just seems like so. Like, yo, dude, like this is a this is a bad idea. You need you to eat. eat. Food. Yeah. <laughs> Hunger strike. They're coming. Back. They're coming, but you're really barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. legitimately, <laughs> this is not good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was like a, a thing I have. Um, I had to like learn. They yeah. were they were they're very attached. To my us. sister just moved. Uh, my sister and and my nephew just moved back in with uh, my mother for mm-hmm. a little bit, and the dog is there, and the dog has no training. Okay, it's never been walked, and it sits there and cries. The whole time <laughs> until you let it out. Like it has its own room, like yeah. its own area. You let it out and it just runs around and then it goes back. It's just when you put the fence up that it freaks out. Okay. What the hell's going on? It's hard to explain, man. I just look at the dog. I'm like, what's wrong with you? 
Which one do you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, any any you guys got any dog training tips or or let or just, us know? Let dude. us know, man. I, mean, I know some of y'all got dogs. Yeah. Okay. How do you get dog. them to to behave in a much more you know and live a much more gully lifestyle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How you get them to be quiet? <laughs> um. So, uh, uh, well, t- before we continue, we have to uh, talk about our sponsor for today, Seat Geek. Seat Geek. Always looking out for you looking yeah. out for cool against fans and uh yeah if you look and and uh, you know we've heard about this still even if say you might be in france right now this st- you can get tickets to the women's world cup Dude, you can get seat geek wherever you are exactly this is the, it's a global app you okay? want to ditch right now pull out your phone <laughs> guess what you can do you can buy tickets to something else but get yourself out of that ditch <laughs> okay I, I maybe your leg is broken uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and maybe you know after you buy the tickets, yes, dial 911. I uh, would suggest getting that taken care of for sure. <laughs> but you don't want to miss out on a good deal. Exactly. Speaking of a good deal, when you go on SeatGeek's app, it not only finds the events around you. So maybe you just know you want to go to an event. Maybe you don't have a specific one in mind. You're like, I kind of want to do something tonight. Pull up the app, baby. That's right. And guess what? It's got this little code, color code system. You see red. It's like, yo, because what they do is they're an aggregator, right? Like they'll pull all the companies that are selling tickets. They'll pull all those best deals together and they'll show you which was the best. So you ain't got to go doing all the searching. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You go straight to SeatGeek. It's like, I got you. Okay. You see red. They're like, yo, this is it. These tickets are hot. Okay. This is the best <laughs> deal you're going to get. Ah, ah, ah. You okay. see yellow and you're like, yo, we found a pretty good deal. You see green. It's like, yo, buy this ticket right now, my guy. My dude, this is what you need. It's like, yo, it's like the dudes on uh, selling their mixtapes on the street. Yo, like $5, $5. $5, yo, we yeah. got this. Good Except deal, good deal. SeatGeek isn't going to give you a blank CD, okay? I don't know if you know that's the hustle, right? What they're going to give you is the best possible deal, and it only keeps getting better. Do it in a ditch with a broken leg. <laughs> I know you thought your life was getting worse, but no, nah. you are wrong. Yo, it's going to get so much better right now. Because if you put in the word Cooligans, you get $10 off your first order. That's right. Use that promo code Cooligans. You'll get $10 off your first order, right? And then... Uh, and then you sort out the, your leg issue. And guess what? Use that $10 to take an Uber to the hospital. So much cheaper Look than at an ambulance. <laughs> much yeah. much cheaper, yeah. And if that dude helps you get out of a ditch, <laughs> give him five stars, will you? <laughs> but I know I want to give five stars to the SeatGeek app because it's absolutely amazing. So download it. Check it out. Buy yourself some tickets to stuff. Use the code COOLIGANS and get yourself $10 off your first order. All right. So um, let's continue. Let, let's talk about Hope Solo. And her comments recently yeah. because she More like nope solo <laughs> come on because now we have to f- sort of figure out uh, we, we you know this this is why the, can't she be dope solo this is, <laughs> she just can't <laughs> we have to this is this should we should really dedicate like uh, uh, some time to do some hope analysis yeah, right and yeah. really figure out why she does the things that Look, she well, does clearly she's missing the fact she wishes she could be at the uh, World Cup she sees it happening and she just can't cope solo <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. hated that so much. <laughs> anyway, the um, she she did recently uh, give uh, uh, some comments in a uh, in this was a, in an interview, uh, and uh, so. It's not to say that Hope Solo can't give her opinion about no. anything. She does it so much. It's practically a trope. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have any more left. Just so you guys. For those of you driving who want to vomit. 
think of that. <laughs> I don't know if she enjoys uh, snowboarding, but she can slope solo ah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Get me a rope solo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is this is definitely, uh, you know, Daryl Grove uh, level <laughs> puns. Uh. Yeah. Taylor has thrown his iPad across the room or iPhone, however he listens. So um, she did... Uh, uh, give an interview, and and these are some of the quotes uh, from it. Uh, so she goes, uh, yeah, she's a good quote solo. <laughs> <laughs> she goes uh, asking about they were asking her about Jill Ellis, uh, which is you know it's weird to be at, like, yo, what was your former boss like? Oh, I let me tell you, yeah. one. <laughs> well, you know, no one asks her what are, what are your thoughts on there, like, yo, who you want to talk shit about today? <laughs> they really she's like, like to ask me about Jill Ellis. Yo, like, you heard what Jill said about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, I don't know. The streets are saying group yo, chat. Yo, you right want to respond to this into this microphone right now? <laughs> yo, yo, the group chat. What's happening? going crazy. Yo, Jill talking mass smack. What you got to say? <laughs> so she could be like, well, what did you say about me? Oh, yo, yo, you don't want to know. You, you should just wanna, respond just, right now. You talk and we'll tell you. <laughs> so she goes, um, asking about, they ask her about Jill. She goes, Jill, she's not the leader I wish her to be. Uh, and she continues. She goes, she relies heavily on her assistant coaches. She cracks under the pressure quite a bit, but oftentimes it doesn't matter because the quality of the players on the U.S. team is superb. Uh, so she, And she continues, she goes, we have a rich history of winning, a winning tradition, and it doesn't matter oftentimes who's coaching us because we'll find a way to win in spite of who the coach is. So this is... Wild disrespectful. Wild disrespectful, yeah. which is what, you know, quality Hope Solo. We know yeah. this is what she brings to the table. Oh, this is peak Hope Solo it, for th- sure. So this is my problem with Hope Solo. And and, and we've, you know, we, she still has an open invitation on this show. Please. We, we would love to discuss these things with her. Please. <laughs> but, but my issue is that when, like, when she was running for um, uh, the, the president of U.S. Uh, soccer, yeah. she had uh, the, 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 the platform that she basically sort of created was much more uh, inclusive and and talking about what's going on and and, and yeah. what and the the struggles of the women's national team and she has uh, those moments. So I where there's like real clarity. So I don't know why <laughs> what the point of this is. This is this is similar to the point is what we're doing right now. Okay, we're talking about fine. It. So is it to re- remove Jill Ellis? Is it to uh, to to put her down is it to is it is she is she just bitter because she got kicked off the team, uh you know after all the things that she was going through legal issues and 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 all the comments that she made after after losing to penalties I think it was in the Olympics if yeah. I'm not mistaken so what is what does she want from this right because if you want to if if you're trying to create some sort of uh, uh you know environment where uh, people are supportive of each other even and let's even go further i don't know you know if 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 women are supportive of each other like it is does it even does it look worse f- from a feminist perspective that she's saying this and it's not to say that women are not allowed to criticize each other but no certainly they are but i i don't know what about this is is helpful to the women's national team to the program uh i just think you're overthinking it I don't think it is. I don't think she has any care whatsoever how this affects the women's national team okay, or anything. I think she's trying to keep her name in the news. I think she's trying to keep her name in the spotlight a bit, and I think it's working. Okay. You know, she's no different. She's the female Alexi Lalas. You know, she's no different. Alexi's just going to say some egregious shit, 
to get his name out there, you know, and then you meet him and talk to him in person. You're like, God, you're fucking you're, you're amazing. The, you're one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. <laughs> but like he separates his personal life from the entertainment business and that's what he sees himself in. I think Hope Solo to some degree, same thing with a bit more of an angry air edge. You know, she has a bit of a chip on her shoulder for the way that she's not been included in the team, the way she was sort of removed from the team. Okay. And I think for because of that, she says stuff like this. So when I see it, I kind of laugh. Like, it's almost like, why are we talking about it? Like, you know, I get why you and I are talking about it. I get why. But why would you ask her about Jalelis? You're not expecting her to go, great coach, and I think they're going to win. You know exactly why you asked her about Jalelis, whoever it is that did this interview. Yeah, but it, I don't know. I guess it seems like she has, she has no real interest in ever being a part of U.S. soccer in any official capacity right right i mean yeah. this hot you're gonna throw your the, the current coach under the bus and and it's not even it's it's very specific like and mean like she's not a good enough leader she provides nothing she's not important she's not important like yo dude that that is that's as offensive as it gets without like swearing and then talking that's about jill ellis's mom or something yeah, get rid of her tomorrow wouldn't change a thing that's basically what she said yeah you know what a lot of people are saying this about klinsman back when he was in germany it's all yergi low you know mm-hmm. and uh part of that was proven right part of that was proven wrong but i don't know that that i don't know that uh something like this will get you know, people talking, you know, I don't think people be like, Oh, is Jill Ellis not good enough? Maybe if the U S doesn't perform well in the world cup, this could be one of the points of evidence of talking about whether Jill Ellis should remain in her position. But people don't, I don't, I don't think people take hope solo that serious, which is a shame because yeah. I think she, she offered a lot to, to the, the, the women's program. I mean, and- but what she says is in Bible. It's not like she's the Pope solo. <laughs> Sorry. I know everyone listening was like, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. Okay. Uh, um, that, I, I, you know what? I like that one. That one was good. <laughs> Thank I, you. I appreciate that. One. If, we, if I get one a week, that's pretty good. Um, so the, uh, yeah, it's just, it, to me, it's just uh, not productive. It's obviously not productive, right. but I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. It, 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 criticism can't be useful for something, but this in particular, to me, doesn't. It just doesn't do anything for anybody. It doesn't do anything. It, there's, there's literally no positives that come from this particular uh, just shitting on Jalelis. No, other than she gets her name in the news. That's really all she cares about. Okay. Why else would you go to her? <laughs> really, I mean, yeah. think about it. You know, you go to go a disgruntled ex employee and ask about your boss. You're not going to hear like, I don't know, great guy, great yeah. woman, loved her. You know? <laughs> You're going to hear like, ho, ho, fucking tell you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, she went, she went in. So, uh, un- yeah, just, well, I don't know. To me, a, a little unfortunate because I, I, I do think the, the character of Hope Solo can be, you know, she, is, she has been very inspiring to a lot of people, uh, especially a lot of young women. They look up to her. Uh, so th- this kind of trashing of uh, your former coach, it, to me, is uh, is uh, beneath Hope Solo, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. So you know, she. What, I think it's par for the course, unfortunately, because this is the kind of stuff she likes to do. Okay, so uh, let's talk about uh, a couple things. A couple. Uh, there were a couple games, and and uh, oh no, actually, you know what? Let's let's talk about the men's national team, and then That's we'll bad. get into some major league soccer stuff. Uh, so. We th- th- these are these are Greg Burhalter's first uh, two losses in a row. Uh, uh, 
losing 1-0 to Jamaica. Quote-unquote experimenting. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, you know, who hasn't ex- experimented on Grindr? Right. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I knew it was coming. <laughs> we've all been there. So, the, um, the uh, yeah, so they lose 1-0 to Jamaica, and then they lose 3-0 to Venezuela. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, from... So if you're following, that's 4-0. Last two games, zero goals, just not looking great at all. Um, wh- what was your first, uh, I mean, you know, th- th- Twitter sort of, you know, USMNT Twitter kind of uh, goes nuts, breaks down. Everybody's mad at everybody. Every chance they get, um, they're flipping out. Wh- but I honestly, like, it's not, here's the thing. Like, these two games aren't the most important things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're friendlies, you know, so it doesn't really matter. That said, it matters. You know, Josh Sargent being left out of the, the Gold Cup uh, squad, but being asked to not play in the U-20 World Cup. Uh, all these, like, little decisions, they all creep back up. Like, these little losses, and it's all compared to what? How Mexico's doing in my eyes, because they got Tata Martino, which we had a chance at. Maybe we didn't. Maybe later on down the road we find out he wouldn't have taken the job. But it, uh, as far as I'm concerned right now, that's who we compare how we do to. They're out here winning every day, damn game in, in stunning fashion. Yeah, I think they've just uh, uh, – there was some stat. I think it's the first time Mexico uh, – I think for four games in a row they've beaten South American opponents. Ugh. So they're doing – they're looking pretty good. They're looking great. And here we are experimenting, you know, and that's that's the thing. I mean, that's what we have to – Constantly look at is say like, all right, we're going to compare you, unfortunately, to this other team that's going incredible. So, yeah, go ahead, experiment. But know that when you take a loss, you're going to take some lumps. Yeah. And Greg Berhalter is taking those lumps. There's Greg Berhalter out now. People are upset about it. They want him fired. Some people are suggesting that people wanted uh, Jurgen Klinsmann back. I don't know that that's the case. I didn't hear that. But if that's true... Damn, we've gone down pretty far. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know how uh you know if, if we should be hitting the panic button yet because some of the you know the, the games in the Gold Cup I I think uh we should be able to handle the teams pretty well. I mean, like some of the other teams in Concacaf are not as uh as much of a threat. Like uh, losing losing one nil to Jamaica, I understand because the goal that they did give up was just a, a absolute golazo. It's just like there was not much you could do. You not understand much. that one, but well, you could have. Could have scored. Yeah, they could have scored, uh, and and th- not scoring against Jamaica is more of a concern to me than losing it to Jamaica. Yes, uh, in a friendly. So the uh, yeah, I don't know how I, I'm sort of worried or uh, afraid to be. Um, I I think at some point Greg Berhalter was going to lose games, and we would uh, have to. I think the 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 response to him losing is. Uh, what I kind of analyze more rather than the than than the loss itself because it, we we have to kind of decide whether we kind of have faith in him that he could like fix things and right. and, and really just frankly get us to the World Cup right that's that's really all anyone is asking of, of it really of it, 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 all we have to do is qualify and start to look good and and you know we have the talent to do well. But like, it just seems like we need a system, you know what I mean? And I understand that that's not, that's easier said than done. I I understand how hard that is to find a system that fits all the players you have where they each can shine in it. But it just seems like we're still, it feels like we're at the beginning of the cycle and do we're two years away and we have to look good in the gold cup. 
Uh, I don't know if we have to look good in the Gold Cup, but I will say that the lineups... People that, will stop caring if we don't look good in the Gold Cup. Nobody's going to stop caring. I think people are going to stop caring. It's because people, people are too mad to stop people caring. Are already, people are already putting up, like, this is the last men's national team game I'm ever going to go to. <laughs> oh, okay, that's different than, uh, you know, caring about it. You know, I, I, the tickets are expensive uh, to watch them lose. You know, that's... Tough. It. It's not fun. It's tough. Uh, but the, the, the choice is to put up... Um, Josie Altador, or to exclude Josh Sargent, but include Jazzy Zardes and Josie Altador, um, are the things. It's it's like the 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 future does not feel bright when we are no it doesn't no. <laughs> when we are seeing our senior guys and 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 who are not kind of. Uh, Can I just tell you what I'm laughing? At? What are you laughing at? I was trying to think of a Hope Solo. <laughs> but here's what popped in my head Hope Cholo <laughs> and It's just a picture of Hope Solo But they photoshopped her to look like a Cholo And I am just oh, giggling oh. to myself <laughs> This entire time Okay yeah So that, I'm so sorry I would You know I'm gonna get working on that photoshop and, and see, see, oh, if I, see if our Cholo. See if our Twitter account doesn't get banned <laughs> <laughs> She'll fight the Twitter account So uh, <laughs> So sorry Sorry to interrupt what you were saying for that. <laughs> no, but you I... You were looking at me like, why are you laughing? I, I thought you were about to make a joke, and you know, but it didn't... It, <laughs> that was it. That was, it was just your brain functioning <laughs> in a weird way. The way it always does. <laughs> so the... But the choice is to, to, to put up uh, those guys and, and, and for them not to play well. It feels worse. I, it's like I'd rather see a young guy struggle than see uh, a, a, a veteran that I expect more from not do well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that, that's the, the frustrating. Like, if we're going to fail, fail trying something new. I think that's what they're doing. But, it, you know, it just seems stale. Yeah. It's also, you know, Christian Pulisic is not totally settled. We got to get away from him being the only reason we win or lose. I mean, that's a lot of responsibility on a 20-year-old. I don't know. Look, I think, honestly, my main concern for this Gold Cup is um, Tyler Adams and where he's going to play. And because I, I, I don't we list li- him as a defender, I don't like him as a defender. And I think what, if I have to pick between Christian Roldan and Tyler Adams playing that position, I'd rather either have both of them play in a formation that both of them play in. And and because uh, because there are any rules that says one of them just can't be on the other one's back. I don't think that is listed. (laughs) Have we ever checked? I know know this sounds like the start of Air Bud 47. (laughs) But I I like, I think, look, I think it'd be uh, offensively, I think it would be challenging to have both of them play together. But I think defensively, they would be on lock, man. There's no balls that get in through that midfield if both of them play. But I don't like... Uh, I don't like uh, Tyler Adams as, uh, like I said, like as a as like a, a wing back. Wing back. I don't know. It just doesn't sort of. Uh, I I don't think it fits. I know you see him. It inhibits his best qualities. You see him at Leipzig, and he's great, and he he makes he's gotten a couple like incredible assists. Uh, so so that that's my sort of worry. But uh, you know. I hope I I think Josie Altador with with the comp look they the US won the last gold cup so it's not like crazy it's not impossible that they could be successful in this right. again so uh but it, it just those two showings it's just a bummer. You know, you just want to go be going into this tournament with like just a lo- losing three 0 to Venezuela is really the 
the the really bad one, right? Because it's, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, but look, Venezuela is also a team you could beat. Uh, Even like when you know Sarakin was like not changing much, and yeah. you know, sort of keeping the old guard. So Venezuela is a team you can beat. Yeah, the the who was it? Omar Gonzalez, I think, started this game. Like, there's some choices that are just like, yo, how is Omar Gonzalez getting a spot in the Gold Cup? Like, please don't. Th- that can't be. That can't be the right decision. I mean, right? I like the fact that we have some veteran leadership, but not the guy who did the own. Goal. <laughs> it's just anybody can get somebody who didn't do the own yeah, goal, but they yeah. maybe played in the game, but didn't do the own goal. It seems like there might be a few other players. <laughs> so, uh, what are you gonna do, man? It's just like the, the, a three 0 is is just uh, a little. A, little, a bit concerning. So, uh, a couple of let's talk about um, the when does the Gold Cup start? This weekend, right? Or next Start's weekend? Soon. Starts real soon. So uh, keep keep an eye on that. So let um, let's talk about some stuff happening in MLS. The um, uh, we have to start yeah, the fifteenth L- is the first game. LAFC Goa versus Mexico. Oh, oh boy, should have been DR. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the but it's not. <laughs> um, the let's talk about LAFC real quick because they they seem to be making moves. There's a lot of rumors. They are just so stacked. Uh, An- Andre Orta Orta's gone back oh. to Braga. Back to but he came from uh, Benfica, but he was loaned to Benfica from Braga. From from Braga, he was loaned to Braga for some point. So he, so he sold back to Braga for two and a half million dollars. Yes. Fifty percent off any a fifty percent of any future uh, transfer sale. fee, yeah. right? So the uh, if you know don't know Andre Orta, you probably don't because he didn't play much. You could be an LAFC player. <laughs> you probably don't know him. You could be one of the assistant coaches. You probably don't know him. Yo, does this guy belong? Yo, you got a badge, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bro? You need to go to Will Call before you come in here. <laughs> Andre Orta is the. Oh, no, you play here? Show me proof. <laughs> oh, you can't. Then he's uh he's the designated player. So he was the third DP brought in. Uh, young guy. Guy. They expected a lot out of him. In his first game, he he has a a, a terrible giveaway in uh, in El Tráfico uh, uh-huh. that that uh, gives away a goal. And uh, he was yeah, he he's just been bad. He's just been not good this season. He can't even make the the squad. This the the eighteen. It's just crazy. He's dude is getting paid. I think one point one million a season. A DP that can't make the fu- the first eighteen. <laughs> it, I mean, that's just the, that's the definition of a bust. I yeah. mean, it, it doesn't get any more clear than that. But the uh, so he's gone, and now LAFC has an open uh, designated player slot. And who are they going to get? Right, every they already they're first and and they're leading in the supporter shield by a lot, by a lot. They're doing well. They, they, they seem they're like stacked as it is. Uh, yes, they are stacked with uh, Carlitos Vela, who seems to be doing a lot of the heavy lifting. But uh, you know, as long as he doesn't get fouled four hundred times, he seems to be doing okay. Yeah. Diego Rossi's doing pretty well. Um, the rest of the team looks amazing. So people were asking, like, who are they? Yo, who are they gonna bring in now mm-hmm. on this summer? What's gonna happen? Uh, and it, the rumor is, I don't know how. Um, uh, you know, uh, definitely still speculation for now, but it, it seems to be uh, have been rumored and reported uh, in Italy. Uh, that uh, Daniel uh, De Rossi, De Rossi, De Rossi is uh, going to be coming, uh, leaving Roma uh, and going to LAFC. And this what he is not not he's not as young as uh, Orta, right? He is no. uh, 36 years old, uh, but he is a, a, a legend of uh, in Italy. He's a legend uh, for for Roma. He's been there a long time. And th- the idea of having that kind of veteran leadership. Uh, from you know, just an Italian hero, 
it makes LAFC even more uh, scary. So that, that's... I, I don't even know how to like sort of process all of it. Because it just doesn't seem fair <laughs> for the league. Yeah, it's, it's, it should be like the way, you know, when Chris Paul was trying to go to for the, basketball the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were Don't like, Danielle DeRozzi is going to go to Minnesota <laughs> for footballing reasons. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we, we can't have, we need the, we need the parody to be yeah. <laughs> perfectly functional. We can't ruin this. Um, you know, parody isn't spelled P-A-R-O-D-Y, right? You can't, <laughs> you can't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, w- it would be a huge move, and uh, LAFC uh, already has the the, uh, uh, the incredible support. The they 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 seem to they are the hottest team in MLS. They 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 put They've on got the most entertaining owners. I mean, they're just the, the star power. It, it is very much you know those those seventeen home games that they host are like a a, a, a they're becoming like Laker tickets. Right. You know, it's just like it's a big deal. You you want to be there. They're, the the more and more stars are sitting in those front rows uh, yeah. to see LAFC games. So uh, it, it's uh, significant. And, and having a... They, they don't need... Realistic. They don't even need the Rossi. What, what is it? Literally... It's excess. <laughs> it's like you got a whole wedding cake for your birthday and they're like, Yo, you want some more icing on it? You're like, I think people are going to get diabetes. <laughs> we have too much. <laughs> well, we're worried for you, LAFC. <laughs> yeah. You need to see a doctor. Yo, they're going to remove your foot. <laughs> okay, you need those for soccer. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's important. <laughs> what are the other 38 owners going to do? <laughs> so the uh it, it is kind of a wild. So we'll we'll uh you know, we'll let you know uh, and 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 stay on point and keep uh, keep an eye on uh on all of that to see what happens, but it is uh that uh, a move like that is is not big for just big for LAFC but big for MLS. Uh yeah, again, retirement league this, retirement league that, but Rossi is just like he's still going to bring the heat, all right? Yeah. He, he's not necessarily uh, he's not a striker, right? He's he's a he's just a commander in the midfield, and he'll uh, you know he'll do what he needs to do. And I feel like they should be spending that money on a striker. I mean, I know they got Christian Ramirez, but I think them and him and Diamande just aren't as consistent enough um, as they may need. I think if they were to spend that money on. You know, the guys that, you know, you've heard a million times, the uh, Falcao, yeah. you know, uh, what's a, what's the dude from, uh, I can't remember, Torres, you know? So apparently, so the, uh, okay, so just to update, I'm, I just saw, uh, look, I'm, this is in the sun. Uh, so so, this, so not, just know this isn't true. <laughs> there's no, but I think he, he is going to do a, a stint at, um, at Boca Juniors. Who? De Rossi. That's what it's saying. It's saying that he's going to go to, uh, to, to Boca Juniors first, if I'm not mistaken, and then and then he's gonna go to LAFC. Oh, so okay, so mistake. This is not gonna be happening this summer. I I believe he's gonna he's gonna spend uh the first ha- the half uh, the end of until the, the end of the, yeah until the end of the season for uh for in Argentina and then in January first uh he's gonna go to uh, LAFC. So what? This, so this is weird. So you're getting a 38 year old. <laughs> He'll be probably 36, 37 years old. I'm guessing. Uh, odd. Why not this get it? Doesn't seem like a good deal. Why not get a DP this summer? 
this doesn't seem like a good deal. It, it seems odd. And because we saw this with Frank Lampard, right? When he, he didn't come directly to NYCFC. Same going to happen. He's going to get injured. You think you're not going to get injured playing for Boca? <laughs> Have you seen the Argentinian uh, league? <laughs> yeah. They, you got to wear shin guards on the back of your flicks, too. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. Yeah, I don't know the details of that. Hopefully, uh, yeah, if he comes this year... I. It would make more sense for him to come this year. Why? Like, why not get it? Get him there sooner. But who knows? Why? He's also not the type of player that's going to sell tickets. I don't think. What, and also, what is is that? Not that they need it. Is either. that a normal move? An Italian player going to Argentina to go play? Yeah. Did he just love Boca? No, that's where all the Arge- Argentina's all Italians, all people from Naples. Okay. All right. I just I, it's not a thing I've heard of making that. I definitely from Argentina to Italy. Totally get that. It, do does Argentina and Italy have like a, um, uh, you know, like are, are they two countries that they allow, uh, you know, like you, you, if you have an Italian passport, you can go to Argentina easily. That's sort of sort of the way it is with Brazil and Portugal, where you can just like because they speak this basically speak the same language. I don't think they have that type of shared, but I know for a lot of people in Argentina, typically it's the other way. A lot of Argentinians feel this connection to Italy. I think that's why Maradona wanted to play for Napoli. Okay. You know, like they have that's where their motherland is. You know, because they don't view themselves as Latinos. They view themselves as Europeans living in Latin America. Yeah, yeah. Um, not everyone. I get it. We have some fans in Argentinian. But if we're going to generalize, terrible people. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, but if we're going to generalize that some of them view themselves as, no, no, we're better than everyone else got around it, us it, because we're Europeans who happen to be living here. Okay. Uh, so there is that connection to want to, you know, succeed in Italy, that that's like the motherland to them. Yeah, or yeah. some, especially the ones that have a strong connection. I've never heard of it the other way around. I've never Ever heard of an Italian going? I gotta get to. Argentina. I gotta get to <laughs> be with my people. Yeah. Oh, what's that country where they threw bricks through a bus? <laughs> I want to go play there. Okay, I need to feel alive yeah. like Zlatan. I, I live. Wait, what did Zlatan say? Is that what? Uh, I can only play when I'm angry. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how he feels about you know a projectile. Imagine Zlatan on Riven. <laughs> I'll be quite entertaining. Jesus, what a nutbag. I uh, think you, Peter Crouch, imagine, you know, seeing the difference in height with Peter Crouch. That's what, that's what you love Peter Crouch, man. <laughs> well, I always, I always used to um, pick England or I think when he played uh, with Liverpool in like FIFA, like 07, like from 05 to like 2010. Yeah. Always pick Peter Crouch because you could, every corner, he would win every corner. Yeah. It, it, it was the, it was a cheat code. Yeah. You couldn't pass him the ball. You could have, oh, no, no, no. He couldn't run with the ball. No, he had, <laughs> And even though he had skill in real life, they just didn't give it to him in FIFA. But headers. Yeah. That was the end. That's what he was brought in for. Okay. uh, Real quick, uh, before we get to our next segment where we talk about uh, the women's national team game, let's talk about uh, a couple of MLS. uh, Let's talk about one in particular, this MLS match uh, between the Philadelphia Union and the New York Red Bulls. This was a sight to behold because uh, Talon Energy Stadium was sold out. You know, we're not used to seeing Philadelphia Union games just absolutely packed. But but it's also because they're, they're playing well. You know what I mean? Yes. It's, uh, you know, the Rebels aren't a big road draw. You know what I mean? It's not like there's there's a superstar that everybody came out to Even see. Credit to the Rebel fans. There were a lot of uh, Rebels. No, there's a lot support. of Rebel fans there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is there's not someone on the Rebels that casual soccer fans feel the need to come out for. Do you get what I'm saying? Sure. So it's not like Slotan with LA, you know, or maybe Carlos Vela, maybe. Um, you know, the Rebels are a good team to come watch, but that's not what's getting people's asses in the seats and sure. on the road. 
But wow, what a what a what a game! What a day at the stadium! Yeah, they they you know uh, 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 rebels go up to two nil. Uh, so it's looking, especially you know Philadelphia is the best team in the Eastern Conference as far as you know they they, they kind of bounce from first place uh, between DC United you know uh, uh, from time to time, but. I would say Philadelphia Union have been the most consistent team this season. Yeah. And uh, to go down two at home, I definitely did not think they would be coming back from that. I I don't picture uh, the Rebels allowing, you know, three goals in 10 minutes. Yeah, I think Uh, the announcer said it's their biggest comeback of the season, which isn't hard to imagine. That's a really big comeback to come back from. Yeah, but we have to we can't talk about this game without uh, even though they were great. Uh, moment. Brian White got that great chip over uh, Andre Blake. Yeah, Brian White's not like, he's not the same striker as BWP. No, but... He's a bit more of a bruiser. You know, he's he's not he's not as um, fluid. Yeah. But the kid does have a nose for goal. He does, he does. I, I You know, we saw it a lot with Rebel too. He was great there. And he is, I think he's still so- settling to Major yeah. League Soccer. He's not all the way there yet, but the kid looks like he's going to be great. Yeah, so the uh, the... And, and Kakus uh, gets a goal, um, but the, the we, we can't talk about this game without talking about Osinho. Osinho was which is what is that? That's uh, that's Portuguese for let me fucking in, coach. <laughs> <laughs> Holy, get, get me in the damn game, yeah. Jim. <laughs> you want you want us to win, Mister Curtin? <laughs> because wow, uh, he steps on the pitch uh, and. A comp- immediate difference in the game, but you start realizing how, uh, you know, we t- we talked about this with Jonathan Lewis, right? When you just have that, uh, you know, Jonathan Lewis is like 22 years old compared to the uh, El Sino who's in his 30s. Right. Uh, you don't expect the same kind of uh, moxie and energy from no. him. Uh, but no, El Sino got... He's still, Super sub. He, he, the dude got skill. I mean, he still very much is is you can't really get the ball off of him. Uh, the dude got tackers for days, and he's still he's he's like he he should have been in a Joga Benito commercial. Like yeah, he, the dude, yeah. he's like he's still like inspired by that. And the 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 he gets the uh, uh, the assist to uh, to like what forty seconds after coming in <laughs> he's like oh pretty much immediate uh, the to, to Hamida Montero uh, and then he gets the um, uh, the the goal the double nutmeg the double nutmeg on Connor laid and I, I don't know who the other defender was but I'm not sure it's either. just it's, I feel bad for guys I know Rebel fans they get so frustrated with Connor Laid because they hate seeing him get burned because he's not you know he's just not the strongest defender. Right. And uh, but he's always in a situation where he's getting burned. It's yeah. like always something always happens. But, you know, it, there were two defenders on uh, on El Sino. Like what it, you, at that point, you got to give him credit. It was just great. Yeah. He found a way around you guys. He, he finally got through two defenders. Yeah. Which he does. He does regularly. Remember when he um uh, he did the Elastico to Bastian Schweinsteiger last season? Wow, disrespect! <laughs> so, yeah. How dare you disrespect the German legend like that? <laughs> <laughs> so, but he that's what he does, and uh, he did it again. And then he also nutmegged uh, the defender during the shot. Like it's the the dude is just it, it, just incredible. He has these. Uh, he's never he's never the consistent guy. He's no. too, he's sort of too old, I, I think, for that to be to be playing ninety. But uh, the, or at least ninety, like he played those minutes. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Um, and they he yeah. They, as soon as he gets in, they score in the sixtieth, sixty first, and seventy second minute. It's wow. Just, 
And look, and then uh, Monteiro takes the penalty, Robles saves it, and of all people, the the slowest man on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, the oldest man. <laughs> the <on> oldest the <laughs> man. <laughs> is the one that gets the ball first and, and hits it in. So uh, what an incredible difference maker. He was MLS Player of the Week, which is completely understandable. Uh, I just, and, and it was a good game overall. It, yeah. it was a fun game to watch. And, you know, soccer games where people, like if there were any, if there was anyone watching this who isn't a fan of soccer, this is the type of game that would get you into the sport. Yeah. Because it's back and forth. There's emotion. The crowd's going nuts on both sides. It's a fun time. Yeah, it was fun to see. Even the, the I had seen this on Especially the... Especially that celebration that Mourinho does. The, the little, little running... In place. <laughs> ah, it's a fun one. The uh, 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 Bedoya also was like kind of lo- losing it uh, at, towards like Santa Ben and the whole uh, area yeah. and stuff like that. Like it's... It, you know what? It, uh, Philadelphia has been through a lot, you yes, know, when it comes to soccer. Uh, and it's nice to see them uh, successful, you know, like, you know, we were we were making jokes about Jim Curtin getting uh, another contract. And we we're like, what are they doing? They didn't have the best of seasons. But now I think that there's real expectation for the Philadelphia Union from the fans and not just make the playoffs. Now it's like uh, actually, right. uh, you know, definitely start hold, strategizing now. Win, get out of that first round. Yeah. You know, I think there's a there, there's a real um, like if if Curtin do doesn't meet should, those, do you think he should try? Because you're not going to win supporter shield. No, unless LA completely falls flat, right? Mm-hmm. You're probably not going to win supporter shield, so you don't have to burn your team out to try to win that, and then go into the playoffs. You know, exhausted, right? But they they do want the first seed. That, so that's the thing, right? So they have they're playing for the first seed. Do you, if you were a coach? Would you go, let's play for that first seed, or would you go, you know what? Let's just get in the playoffs anyway. No, you got to go for the, you got to go for the first seed. I don't think I, so. I, be, I believe Cause you this seed. You get a buy. No, no, no. You do get a buy, but I believe that this season, the first, the first place in the Western Conference and first place in the Eastern Conference gets a spot in the Champions League. I, I believe that's the rule now. This is the they keep changing. They keep changing. They keep changing it. But this is the, the readjustment because remember last um, last season was the the most points out of the last two seasons because they had changed the format. Right. So this is now the normal standard is going to be uh, Western Conference, Eastern Conference uh, champion, supporter shield. Uh, All right. So there's certainly a consideration you have to put in there for that. But I'm thinking, you know, rest some of your key players. You know, get get some minutes for your bench players, your your subs that will be pl- probably playing minutes in the playoffs if needed. You know, get yeah. them some some uh, you know active game time. Uh, work on a work on a couple circumstances. Hey, what like remember the uh, U.S. women's game we saw where they're like, hey, what if we go down to to ten or nine players? What are we going to look like? Let's play that formation now and see how we feel. Yeah, you know, Tobin Heath playing center back and sweeper. You know what I mean? <laughs> like things like that. How do you do that? Do you do that if you're Philly or do you go, you know, balls to the wall, keep your foot on the pedal, try to win everything you can? Yeah, I think Philly's going to have to the, the the scenario that they're going to be in is going to be too they're not going to have unless they have a, a, a incredible points gap between them and like the second and third place team, which is probably going to be like DC United or yeah, they're going to be battling every game. Yeah, so I, I don't think it's going to be like an easy season uh, uh, for them. So um, and the Rebels are the ones that are sort of rumored to be bringing in that Romanian dude, the uh, forward Florin Tanase. Yeah, Tanase. Yeah. We'll see. 
Yeah, well, for, uh, uh, five million dollars. Okay, make your moves. So the uh, which means what? B, what's up with BWP? Is he getting traded? Yeah. So you, I saw that you had tweeted this, but I didn't hear this. So th- this week in MLS, which you know puts rumors up, but they do a good job. They got like uh, thirty three thousand followers. Okay. Uh, they're the ones who put up that whole thing about uh, Florent Tenace that I just uh, read. Uh, remember the kid we liked on Edadanio? Uh no I don't remember that you remember the kid he was like Jimmy Marine oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah in the Champions League yeah. FC Cincinnati is reportedly buying him okay so but but this BWP rumor he, the rumor is that they're being he's being shopped around that'd be a weird move and also no one denied it okay no one came out and denied it I, I don't know that that would be a weird move the guy hasn't played I mean he, he, I assume he's been hurt right he's been was dealing with an injury. Yeah, but he, I mean, he's the, that's why I put like the only person to ever stop him from scoring is Chris Armas. I mean, look, I, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna put it past the Red Bulls, right? They got rid of Sasha Kleshton, they got rid of Dax McCarty, they got rid of definitely, they get rid of their big players. Like when it's time to go, they, you know, they they move them to a farm upstate. Right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, sorry, kid. <laughs> so What's they, that large shoebox for? <laughs> so that's look, we we're not gonna put it past them anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm done being surprised by the moves that, that the is Red Bulls. Their System. Yeah. That's it. It is what it Menudo, is. Menudo, you're too old. <laughs> you gotta go. That's, yes, the Red Bulls are the Menudo of <laughs> Major League Soccer. <laughs> so, uh, but okay, if they make the move, you know, it, it, it's still, you, you still believe he has a lot to offer. Yeah, if they think somebody else can replace him. I think another team should take him for a year or two. Without a doubt. I think he'd be great on LAFC. Um, He'd be great on any team, but, not, but they have better options at the moment. I don't think I think you, Rossi and, and Vela. Who's going to take no. time from them? No, Christian Ramirez. Oh, as a backup? No, as a starting forward. But Christian Ramirez is not the starting forward. He he's well, Diamante. He's please. not the first option. No, who's who's their starting forward? Vela. No, but he's he goes back. Who who goes? Who's into like the, the nine? Yeah. They don't really play with like that. That's the thing. They don't really they don't really play with. Yeah, Rossi likes to go wide too. Hold up, uh, kind of play. I don't know. So whatever. Uh, so the uh, the other game I wanted to just talk about the game that we went went to NYCFC against uh, FC Cincinnati, uh, who FC Cincinnati of the Western Conference, as I said yeah. <laughs> last Everybody week. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. About, but whatever. In Alexis. We made a. I made a mistake. It happens. So uh, FC Cincinnati. Not to me, but to you. <laughs> FC Cincinnati. Uh, they lose uh, five to two, uh, and without scoring any goals. <laughs> they, they did Let's not. be clear about that. They did not. <laughs> Get the ball in any net. They did not kick the ball into the net themselves. They might not have kicked it at the net. <laughs> um, okay. Really, the main thing about this game is it was the first time we got to see FC Cincinnati up close. And the first thing you notice is that they are not a good team. They are not a good They're team. They're really, really bad. And 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 I, and I want to, you know, I know we have FC Cincinnati fans listening. And I know you guys know this already. I mean, but you probably you experienced this you yourself. Probably, but I... I it is FC Cincinnati, as far as seeing a, a, a team lacking any identity and lacking any real cohesion, uh, they are much worse than Minnesota United that first season. I think watching them, I don't know what they're doing. And I think watching them, they don't know what they're doing. It really does feel that way. It, it's not even every, the 11 players on that field are very talented as a unit. There's no understanding whatsoever what's happening. Yeah. It feels like a USL all-star team. And I say that to say there's a lot of players that are USL level, and that's not a bad thing. A lot of those guys can play great in MLS. But all-star game meaning 
they don't they've they look like they haven't played together very long. Imagine if like uh you know Real Madrid plays against the USL All-Stars like for the All-Star game. Imagine what that would look like. How many how many, how many goals would USL score over them? I mean, it would just be a thrashing. Real Madrid would be so scared. Uh, how many own goals would they score? Well, if they got some of these players. Uh, I um it was it was shocking to see, and you know Pep Guardiola was at the game, and and Dome, you know, is a lot of pressure on him. This is this is the game. This is you know this is the game. This is the team you want to play if you got pressure on. Exactly. Uh, they looked. They just I, yeah. There's nothing else to say besides something's wrong. Even when Amaya came in, it just seemed like he wasn't sure. Like Amaya is one of those players that I look at, and I'm like, wow, super creative. Yeah, you see what he could do. You well, usually when when there's a substitute, the coach kind of gives instructions to the to the player that's subbing in to kind of relay the message to everybody else. But it looked it seemed like that uh, like you know like Amaya was more confused after the after we relayed the information. Yeah, <laughs> I don't well, know. it looked different from over there. <laughs> He was. Uh, it was. It was frustrating. You, uh, also, to watch. if you don't know, Frankie Amaya is the was was the number one number draft one pick, pick for yeah. FC Cincinnati in the MLS Super Draft. Who rumors were was going to get loaned out to like you know Orange County FC. Well, I mean, what difference would it make? It's, the, the 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 team is not bad because of him. No, but I, <laughs> but I mean, like clearly something's going wrong here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. I get that they got rid of their coach, and you know sometimes when you get rid of your coach, the team like plays up Colorado. Sure, you no, know? they're like, oh, let's you know, let's, yeah, we have to like, we're yeah. all going to be better now. You know, we have to play harder. This team is just like, oh my god, <laughs> right, can we end the season now? Mercy rule. Yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate. I, I it, what sucks is like, man, that fan base is amazing. Yeah, the, the, what's been going on in Cincinnati? We've talked about it a bunch, and uh, it's it's beautiful to see. This is no different than what Minnesota went through the first season. You know, I mean, I think it's worse. It is worse, sure, but it's no different in the sense that, like, you know, incredible fan base deserves. Better. They just they just need some direction. They just really do, it's, and it's like, you know, I, I don't I don't want to call ourselves like soccer experts no, or, or you certainly know. not we wouldn't call ourselves we would call you guys it. do and that's amazing <laughs> but we would but, but even as you know uh, even as a layman you sort of see you're like yo something is wrong especially comparing them to NYCFC who have such a clear vision and understanding yeah. and every there's teammate, a system from top to bottom every player knows exactly where the other is gonna be they right. know the style of play uh, there's, a, there's a clear understanding and when you uh, when you see it laid next to that you're like wow wow something's up <laughs> it uh it, it's unfortunate but it reminded me of like when a buddy of mine opened up a pizza shop has no experience with slice shops and a, a professional pizza shop like sort of guy who like opens up pizza shops all over the country went to the shop to visit he was like wait who told you to do it this way like in a nice way he was yeah, like, yeah that doesn't go here that goes there and as soon as he made a few changes everything started running way more efficiently. He was like, of course not, because you're going to do this and then you want to hand it off. So yeah. why is that guy all the way over there? You got to bring that guy over here. And then he looked in the walk-in fridge and they're like, we don't have any more room in our walk-in fridge. And he was like, who designed this? Thing? And literally 10 minutes, this guy's on vacation. 10 minutes later, he moves stuff around. Half the walk-in fridge is empty. And he's like, of course you don't want to put that back there. And why would you do that? It was just those simple changes. Yeah. That's what they need. They need someone to walk in and go, okay, hold on. Yeah, it's like like bar rescue, but for FC Cincinnati. Yeah, soccer rescue. <laughs> John Taffer comes in and just yells at you, shut it down, you're going to make somebody sick. 
It's a soccer game. <laughs> but I'm throwing up yeah. watching you. So <laughs> You get a red card. You get a red card. Come back in 10 minutes. That's not how red cards work. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, look, there's there's issues there. And I hopefully they get sorted out uh, sooner than, rather than later. So, uh, okay. So let's uh, let's take a quick break. And then we'll talk about the, the, the women's national team game uh, against uh, Thailand. And, uh, yeah, it will, it'll be fun. It'll be, it'll be a, as, as we're talking about this right now, we don't know what to expect. Uh, we don't know. Uh, so it'll be it'll be super fun. So uh, okay, so uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Just want to break in with a word from one of our new sponsors, NYC Footy. NYC Footy, and you've you've heard uh, me mention and uh, Alexis mentioned. Yeah, as well. I, this is the team I refuse to play for <laughs> because I'm not allowed. Cooligans FC, we play in the, in the, a league called NYC Footy. So this is uh, obviously this sponsor is more di- directed for our New York area listeners, but NYC Footy is a amazing uh, soccer league. It's a rec league that uh, plays uh, throughout the week, all over different spot, spots in New York City. Yeah, very famously, they also play on um, Brooklyn Bridge uh, Park. Yeah, that's what... Year that, 5, yeah, which is beautiful. You're staring at Lower Manhattan. It's, a, it's absolutely beautiful. We play there uh, on Sundays. It's a it's a, just a dope league, you know, uh, from... Uh, even from a personal perspective, we've both been... Uh, we've made so many friends there. Like, it's a it's a very uh, community-based... It's not just about, like, uh, you know, two-footing some dude uh, that works at Warby Parker. Yeah. You know? <laughs> which, again, allowed... <laughs> Well, slight tackles are not allowed in the league. But But it's not just about, it's not like this overly, it's competitive in the sense that everybody wants to win, but there's no people just being jerks. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of people enjoying themselves. It's co-ed. It's a really great time. Everyone has a great time. I've been there before where I've gotten to see everyone enjoying themselves. Christian won't allow me to play because he says he doesn't want to lose, but it's a good time for everybody else. (laughs) Yes, I I say that all the time. You did say it. I think it's on record on the podcast. I I, I said I uh, I don't want to lose Alexis. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll interpret what you said. Thank you very much. Okay, just to clarify. Because <laughs> I don't know if he's match fit. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, just give me a couple weeks. <laughs> so, 700 weeks. <laughs> so, uh, but NYC Footy is uh, 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 sponsoring uh, today's show. So make and sure. They, and you get a discount. And you get a discount. So if you got if you guys want to go play in a league, say you, you're in the New York area, you, you're looking for a league to join. That's chill. That's fun. You, you want to make sure you get to work on Monday without an injury uh, this is the league to play in so NYC Footy you can go to nycfooty.com and if you use the promo code COOLIGANS when you sign up to re- to register uh, you will get $20 off uh, your your registration fee that, that'll that be uh, for if you sign up as a free agent if you're yeah. just one person that wants to go play on a random team uh, you can sign up as a free agent you'll get $20 off if you use the promo code COOLIGANS so check that out it's either $20 for you as an individual player if you don't have a team or if you have an entire team we're giving you two hundred dollars. It's a pretty good deal. All right, you'll be crazy to not take it. Uh, they have leagues in Brooklyn Bridge Park in Chinatown, uh, East River Park in Astoria, Queens, and East Williamsburg in, in the Upper West Side in Chelsea. So there's a lot of op- options. Uh, no matter where you live in the New York area, you can find a place to play. Absolutely. I mean, look, you can hear we're setting off alarms in the background. Okay, <laughs> the cops are like, "Yo, this deal uh, might be illegal. It's too hot. We gotta get the fire marshal up there. Right? We gotta get sprinklers." on it's just that's a good deal look nyc footy use the code cooligans get yourself some real money off go out play meet new people it's gonna be a blast 
Yeah, baby, we're back! We are back, and that was loud in my ear. Sorry. <laughs> I uh, tested the mics, my bad. Okay, let me lower you down a little bit. There we you are back from a blood bath. <laughs> Ouch. Okay, and uh, yeah, we're, we're a little, even though we, we are, were successful... I'm still. I still have PTSD. You know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I won the war, but yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like I did. I feel like we witnessed Thailand's 9/11. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrific. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's. Uh, um, I'm sure they would classify it the same exact yeah. way. Yeah. Right? Well, they're definitely never gonna forget. <laughs> without, without a doubt. So we. Yes, yeah, so we did. Just go to two watch parties. We went to uh, watch the the women's the U.S. women's national team. Against uh, against Thailand, Thailand at uh, uh, at an NYCFC watch party that was held at Carragher's in uh, in Midtown Manhattan. Jamie Carragher's bar, really nice place. Is it really Jamie yeah, Carragher's Jamie bar? Carragher's bar. Oh, that's right. They were a bunch of pictures of him. Yeah, <laughs> and it's named after him. And they you didn't put, put, put two, two and two, two together. together. <laughs> and let's just say the food tasted like it was cooked by British people. <laughs> <laughs> I could, yeah, I would agree on that. Yeah. And uh, and then it we, takes a lot for Christian to go. I don't think this is good. <laughs> it takes a lot. I I took one bite and I'm like, something's wrong with this. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a chicken finger. <laughs> that was my Yelp review. It was, yeah. that was wrong with this, I think. <laughs> you can even hear your voice go up in the Yelp well, review. Well, that's Jamie Carragher's voice. He goes, yeah. doo, 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 doo. that's his voice. That's that's my Jamie Carragher impression. You're roasting Jamie Carragher. That's what this whole show is about. Also, very man. nice bar. A lot of nice TVs. Good no, people. it was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful space. Good time. I mean, the chicken. Kitchen needs an overhaul a little bit. But, <laughs> but uh, so then we left there. Our guest is just watching this like a tennis <laughs> match. Like, when are they going to introduce me? I will. I'm at this is me doing that. Yeah. So then uh, we left there, uh, and then we went for the second half. We went to uh, uh, so the Bleacher Report the, slash Soccer Girl Probs uh, part watch party, yeah, uh, which was held at uh, Avita, the Aventi Hotel, Aventi Ho- Hotel. Which, if you don't know, it's two buildings, and in the middle there's a courtyard with a large projector that sometimes they'll show movies and stuff. Yeah, it's a cool spot. Definitely. And this time they decided to show a snuff film. <laughs> 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 yeah, they were like, they were like, you know what? Let's put something violent on the screen. Yeah. Yo, faces of death eight. <laughs> so, oh, then, so while we were there, we bumped into this gentleman who you who you've heard on this show before. He is just and one of our favorites. So then we were hanging out, we we're having some drinks. He's like, "Yo, come we had on. ice cream together." <laughs> we went for a little walk, <laughs> and then we, we he was like, "Let's go back to my place and have a couple drinks." Yeah. You so know? who knows where this night ends? <laughs> Uh, so please, everyone, welcome. Yeah, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only, Michael LaBelle. Hello, Mike LaBelle. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> Number one, I did take you back. Yes, uh, you did. Technically, I did do that. We also agreed to come. <laughs> it was consensual. Yes. Number two... Avita is a hair and face like it's a yeah. hair yeah. company. That was my first guess. Yes, it's also the name of his cousin. I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> so yeah. And number three, I don't know what a snuff film is. Okay. Do so, I want to uh, know what that is? You watched one. You real time. <laughs> so a snuff film. Did you ever see the film Eight Millimeter? Do you remember that with Nicolas Cage? I have not seen the film Eight Millimeter. So Eight Millimeter. So it was a he was a detective that was trying to understand like this the the snuff film like industry, which is a basically a violent. 
pornographic sexual film that includes death. That somebody was either was uh, uh, violently so sexually hurt. kill someone. Yes, that's or like you. And wait, hold on, hold on. This them. was on when we were watching the World Cup. Yeah, this was the World this Cup was the World game. Cup game oh, between the USA. Now and I, the references came together. <laughs> Sorry, I was this like, is, man, you know, all right, we live in you New York. You didn't bring this whole thing hold to on. a screech. <laughs> you backed it up. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Let me let me explain why I said that. This is New York City. You can go somewhere and see something odd. Yes. So it, we did. I, I mean, <laughs> you would hope that it wasn't, like, I guess, a real snuff stuff. Yes, yeah. Yeah. But I'm just, I, I get it. Like, it could happen. Like, if you go to a weird bar in Brooklyn, they might yeah. be showing something kind of odd. Go to the basement. There's a snuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I look, I agree. One of my favorite things that's ever happened in this podcast is Mike's face. He's like, they had one of those on? <laughs> that's, that will live in infamy. I wish we Why had a video. Why <laughs> Why combine the two? Jesus, was that the VIP section? There were kids there. There was a foosball table. Correct. Yes, we are we are comedians and we exaggerate a lot. So it yeah. was just to be clear, if anyone wasn't sure, there was not an actual snuff film. I, I would saying, have caught the reference if I knew what a snuff film was. No, I'll just, I'll I good, obviously good. was missing that information. Here's my thing. I'm I've saying, never Googled that before. I'm sorry. They should load the highlights of this game onto some deep websites. I don't even think it's too dirty for Pornhub. That's, that's right. It needs to be on tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You're going to get it. You're gonna, the, the NSA is going to find out about you if you watch the highlights. So, look, yeah, look, we're, we, we're here to talk uh, about... Mike is so confused as to where he jumps in here. <laughs> I, I was thinking. I was thinking while you were talking about tour, and I was thinking black market. Like, we yeah. can buy we can buy this with Bitcoin or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah this is I'm going in that direction. Good. There You're you doing go. great. You're doing great, buddy. Crushing it. By the way, I'm legit laying down. I, yeah, I, I wish we had a picture. We might have to attach this. Take a picture of Alexis right now. Just throw it up like somewhere at the end of this. I don't know where it goes. Tweet it. He looks so saying, comfortable. He's not making it out. He's a, is, It's a wrap for him now. This is so goddamn comfortable. Yeah, all right. Snapped a up. couple photos. Looking good, guys. <laughs> I'm not even making it up. I am so comfortable right now. So, look, we are, we're here uh, in Mike LaBelle's apartment. If you don't know who Mike LaBelle is, uh, he is... What rock you living under. Exactly. He is the, the EMLS... Or are uh, you living under the rock? Move the rock. Wayne, get out of the way. <laughs> no, nah, I, mean, I mean, you're pretty lucky if you're yeah, under the rock. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you're on a financial come up if you live under the rock. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, LaBelle, milk. Mike LaBelle is the uh, EMLS uh, player for the New York Red Bulls. He's also, you've seen him a ton on the, on on FIFA E-League e stuff. Uh, he's uh, E-Champions League. He, he was one of the commentators. He's a host. Uh, the host. guy does it all. You've seen him at, uh, at Rebel Arena during games. He's uh, the in-stadium host from time to time. Uh, so, uh, so, so we bumped into him. Uh, he invited us to his apartment. And so we're going to talk about the game that we just saw. I know most of it we saw with like our fingers covering our <laughs> eyes, but just like two of them split so we could look through one of them. That was rough. <laughs> that was, I feel, you got to feel bad for Thailand, right? They lose, they lose <laughs> 13 to nothing. Uh, we, everybody was like, you know, even at, at, after the last game uh, for the women's national team against uh, Mexico, we were like, you know what? The women's national team didn't look very sharp. Uh, we're a little bit concerned. And then they, they're like, you know, all right, you concerned? All right, here's 13, dog. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me hang a baker's dozen on, on Thailand. Here's a touchdown and two field goals. Yeah, Enjoy yo, yourself. Wild disrespectful. <laughs> it's two touchdowns and they didn't even go for the second extra point. <laughs> they're like, nah, man, this is a, 
this is painful. <laughs> so, uh, so I will ask Mike first. Mike, ten wh- goals were scored in the <laughs> second half. <laughs> yeah, after the first half, we were like, okay, you know. And this at five nothing. We walk away a little bit better than France. France four nil. Step your game up, France. <laughs> nah, not impressive enough. We did that three times and still Mike, had a goal left over. <laughs> Mike, what was your first uh, first take on uh, on seeing that that uh, destruction from the women's national team? I'm going to give you my last take. Okay. And uh, that was the way they celebrated. It was wild. These these girls are scoring the 10th, 11th, and 12th goals. <laughs> like it's and, the first one. And I mean, this is like if they won the World Cup. Yeah. They're clearly sending a message to everyone else that we're here and we're, we're the team to beat. But I did feel bad for Thailand. Like, yeah. as a nation, completely. Everyone at home, I felt terrible. I think a lot it, people, it hurt me to watch that. A lot of people are saying France is the favorite. A lot of people are saying that the U.S., We'll do well, but they're not going to get it. They're not going to win the World Cup. So it felt like a bit of a relief, you know, to to, to hang that much on them. And also, you want to see a team be supportive of each other. But I tend to agree. It felt a little <laughs> excessive. You know which one? The 13th one. You know what I mean? The first 12. Oh, celebrate, baby. <laughs> go go wild. Who's <laughs> uh, telling you not? <laughs> yeah. It, um, so, look, I think that this is a thing that uh, that that is people tend to be torn on Twitter on uh, about this stuff. You see sort of a lot of different opinions. So I just wanted to read one that I that I saw. Uh, and uh, this was from our homie Bobby Boswell. Okay. Bobby Boswell, uh, formerly of uh, DC United, Houston Dynamo. And la- his last team that he played for was Atlanta United. Uh, hilarious dude. Uh, he, he goes, uh, his tweet says, I never got to participate in a World Cup, but if I did... Uh, and I scored a goal, whether it was the first or the 20th in a World Cup game, you bet your ass I'm doing the celebration that I dreamed about for my whole life. So... You kind well, of let me ask you a question. What if you scored your fifth goal? Okay. <laughs> Alex you... Morgan's carrying players around on her back <laughs> like she a little baby pony. I know that's her nickname, <laughs> Baby Wars. But come on now. She scored five. After the hat trick, you're like, I think it could be a little bit. You know what? I would almost say uh, uh, under any other circumstance, like any other like a league game and you score 13. I, I get it. It's the World Cup. It's the World Cup. Okay, all right. You're not wrong. It's the biggest stage. It's the it's the Tonys. You yeah. know, it's the it's where you go to flex. It's it's where you go to display the show that you've worked on the entire year. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So I especially I, when it comes to women's soccer, where the club level doesn't get the level of respect. Yeah. That the club level does in the men's game. So the World Cup is even more heightened. Exactly. This is by far the most important time to showcase your skills. Exactly. And we always hear from uh, a lot of. Uh, a lot of coaches, a lot of players, they always say when well, if they're playing in a game, they don't they don't, it's disrespectful to not try to score. Right. Right. Yeah, you're right. So so it, it, the U.S. definitely did not hold up. They didn't hold back. They were apparently very respectful. <laughs> they were the most respectful. Of <laughs> I've never I think seen they, someone <laughs> show such reverence. They, were they bowing after every goal? That was quite respectful. They gave them their homes. <laughs> but but uh, for the for the fans, I got up. <laughs> so too comfortable. So the um, but, but that kind of on that stage, you sort of you understand because you have you do hear it occasionally from other from other uh, uh, in other games that they they want. The, by the fact, by you not trying to score the most goals that you can, you're disrespecting uh, us. By I think, I think we could test that theory by asking Thailand how they felt on the 11, 12, and 13 goals. <laughs> Every goal after 10 is still a rough scoreline. 3 0 is still a rough scoreline. Yeah, yeah. And they already had 10 goals before that. <laughs> 
I, what do you do? <laughs> it, yeah, look, uh, look, uh, Thailand's gonna have, they're gonna have a rough go, all right, out here in the World Cup. Uh, but they, they have to try their best. They have to do better than they just did. I know the U.S. is a good team, uh, but that was just absolutely not good enough from Thailand. I'm willing to say this: breaking. The U.S. are through to the knockout stages <laughs> of the World Cup. What a bold statement! Yeah, you gotta qualify after your 13 goal differential after I, the first game. Do you think that this uh, strikes some fear into the other to the rest of the group? Who's in, in the the rest of the group? It's uh, uh, oh, Sweden, Chile, and, and and Chile. Yeah, yeah. What? Do you, how do you think the other the other teams feel, Mike? Good luck. I mean, what, what do you take from that? Like, yeah. you, you, I think that's not normal. I don't score 13 goals against somebody in FIFA. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> you you do the EMLS stuff for E Champions League. I've never lost or won a game by no. 13 goals. Well, right now there's Rebel fans going. Let's check to make sure. <laughs> uh, Go ahead. Yeah. But what happens? I've if never you're... lost a game online or won a game by that much. <laughs> I think like my biggest win this year is maybe 11 nil. But what happens if you're commenting commentating on a game and it's had nothing with you know 20 minutes to go what are you doing you call mercy on this right we're about to have a conversation about something else yeah yeah, okay, you gotta yeah. start talking about the boots they're wearing yeah. yo them kits are beautiful you have to I right wish, yeah you've, you've got to start moving the conversation otherwise we call it how we see it a spade is a spade the game is a blowout it's a done deal everybody wants us to move on so we'll move on with our conversation are there any are there are there any uh like uh mercy rules attached to the sport I mean, the games are not you long could, enough to, to have a mercy rule, right? If you were going right? to mercy somebody, and I think this is more disrespectful than trying to score more goals, kind of with Christian's logic, you could hold the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could hold the ball against you at 10-0, but I feel like that's more of a disrespect towards you because the game's not close. Why not just go for more or give you a chance at a consolation or something along those lines? Yeah. It'd be different if I was up one goal, I'm holding the ball. That's still respectful because that means I think you can score. Okay. There was a, what was it, not MLB The Show, one of those games where if you scored six in the first inning, they were just like, call it. They were like, you're done. Happened to me a couple of times. I was like, screw this game. <laughs> I thought I put this thing on beginner. <laughs> so just to highlight some of the, some of the, all the goals were, I mean, they were great goals. No, I just wanted to highlight one, in, two in particular, because uh, we got goals, two goals. Uh, let, let me actually just read off all the goals scored. So who scored? Alex Morgan, Rose Lavelle, Lindsey Rann, uh, Sam Mewis, Megan Rapino, Mallory Pugh, and Carly Lloyd. But we got two, a brace from Rose Lavelle, formerly of the Cooligans podcast. Uh, inspired by yeah, I think it would this uh, this result doesn't happen without Rose Lavelle coming on the Cooligans podcast. I mean, I, I feel like that's uh, the evidence is, is it's a, a statement is what you're making. <laughs> it's a fact. And major congrats, by the way. I saw that video did really well with Thank the you very Women's much. World Cup. I've seen that. Oh yeah, Thanks. I was going to ask you how was that interviewing Rose and getting to sit down with some of the national team players because like uh, around this time everybody wants to hang out with them, wants yeah. to see what they're tweeting, wants to see how they're engaging and interacting, but. Most of them have been training for the last four or five years, if not longer, to get to this point. And I, I kind of feel like you got to carry that with you in a certain sense. Meaning like you have to be a bit more serious? Well, like, all right, it's kind of like have the you Olympics. Met us before? A, lot of, <laughs> a lot of the Olympic sports, and this is not a shot, but people don't care until it gets close to the Olympics time. Oh, sure. And the same could be yeah, said. Yeah, no one's the, listening to Shot Put podcast before the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. The same is said with women's you, I soccer. I love it. You, did you call it Shot Shot Put podcast? <laughs> shot Put podcast. We all watch more soccer than normal people. Fair enough. I Fair would say something. so. Yeah. yeah. I watch soccer every single day, whether it's highlights, full matches, whatever. But how much women's soccer do you watch? 
throughout a year. Over the last two years, much more than before. But yeah, yeah I watch as much women's soccer as I watch snuff films. Okay, so a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot. <laughs> it's the only way he can come. No, sorry. Uh, the snuff. Let me be clear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> and that was the last time the Women's World Cup team came on the Cool yeah. Against podcast. Yeah, we were talking about the snuff films. No, but uh, to your point, I would say over the last two or three years that we've been doing the podcast, the ratio has swayed to a lot more, but still, it is more heavily uh, watching the men's game. Sure. So if I'm a woman, I kind of, I know this, but I'm going to like have that chip on my shoulder where I want to go out and perform, but I also want to do it kind of flexing. Just, yeah. I want to show you like you should be paying attention. Yeah. I, and I can understand that even with gaming, not everybody watches. I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, changed a little bit over time recently, maybe in the last five or six years. But before that, doing things on Twitch and YouTube and just playing video games heavily wasn't that cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think the um, even t- to that point, because I, I don't think this is really super relevant to us in particular, the the idea of like the fact that are we more interested in talking to women's national team players because the World Cup is coming up? I know for me, it, it makes no difference. I would I could care less. I would love to meet Megan Rapino, you know, in the fall. Yeah. I, I'd be fine with that on her vacation. <laughs> okay, yeah. So that has no uh, no real bearing. So and I, we talked to Ali Krieger before the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the World Cup almost had nothing to do with it. Exactly. So in 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 general, uh, there there's too many uh, there's too many interesting things about these players that reg- it doesn't they don't need to be spoken to solely during a, during a World Cup year because if the the, the popular we'll see the popularity of the sport when it's two years from now and there's not it's not even uh, qualifications. Uh, so the, the so even though um, uh, uh, w- it, and during that time, if there's still interest. Then, then we know that there's uh, there, there's people that are uh, that that are still engaged in in the sport and and can still have a good time with it. So, uh, okay, yeah, I agree. I think I think the more the more we start to treat women's sports as the same as this at the same level of interest. Yeah, I think our fan base will follow. Sure, and I think it's I think we're, we're well, sort it's of, not even about our fan base, but it's just the, the, no, the culture mean, like, of the game, right? We get to be in a sense, uh, sort of a, a a taste maker in that way. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, there's probably fans of ours that are listening that weren't as interested in Ali Krieger's mission to get back into the World Cup squad, yeah, and became much more intrigued. After just hearing her. And part of what I think we do better than anyone else is we talk to them like they're human beings. Exactly. You know? Yeah. We don't talk to them like they're just the thing that they do on the field or the the two or three things that they do for charity. We're like, we just wanted a bullshit with Allie Krieger. Yeah. That's how awesome she yeah. is. Yeah. That's really that that is when you know women's soccer has made it, when uh, they can just bullshit like normal people. Yeah. Right? And and people are like, you, I'm so happy they're bullshitting like normal people. You'd be shocked at how much they just wanna like they just want to get on a comedy podcast and just have fun. Yeah. They don't always want to answer the same seven questions about inspiring everybody, <laughs> you know, because there's places for them to go for that. Sometimes they just want to get on and be like, yeah, let's talk about Fortnite, you know, <laughs> or let's talk about how stupid shoulder bag, you know, those fanny packs you put over your shoulder are. Yo, why are you, why are you making fun of Mike LaBelle's outfit? We're trying to look real daddy out <laughs> yeah. here in these streets, homie. He's wearing three of them at the same time. <laughs> I put one on my calf. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> if you ain't got a shoulder calf. Yeah. You missing out. Yo, dog, you ain't that height. 
<laughs> Only uh, real hype beast, no dog. Hell yeah. Ha- calf pack, waist pack, fanny pack, shoulder pack, hat pack, headband. <laughs> yeah. Two headbands. With a little with Q-tips. Three headbands. <laughs> yeah. With some Q-tips and some coins in that joint. Uh, but no, this. I mean, this is just. Uh, oh, look, it's it's just crazy, right? I mean, uh, looking looking forward to this. You see a result like this, and this is clearly a statement, and and uh, uh, to everybody else in this World Cup. Uh, I, and even while we were watching the game, and I had told you this, Alexis, while we were watching, I'm like, you know, we, we were. I, I pretty much watched all the all the games throughout this Women's World Cup, and the first thing I noticed, I'm like, you you, you see the the lack of sharpness from uh to, from a lot of the players. You just see like the the lack of resources that that some of the countries have available to them, so they're not going to be playing as as sharply as the women's national. Yeah, the U.S. in the first segment, exactly. So, so these players are paying their own way to the World Cup, which is un. Unfair. Yeah. So, the, but but what, unbelievable. But it's what? Insane. It's a World Cup. And then watching the the U.S. women's national team, you just see. I know Thailand is not great, but the 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 women's national team are they, they're just incredibly sharp. The the ball is moving faster than any other team, even France, who I think are their 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 probably toughest competitor. But as far as uh, chemistry and how just ball movement and the speed of the game. It's in it. You, it's leaps and bounds better than uh, any other country that I've it's, seen so far. It's almost like Hope Solo didn't know what the f she was talking about. <laughs> and I know we're all we're all pretty high up right now because it's the first game, so I'm sure there'll be more to well, come. And we've been drinking. Sure. Yeah, we'll speak for yourself. No, okay, yeah. <laughs> Actually, let me ask you guys a question. So there's three drinks. Can we do the podcast drunk? We do it every week. Well, <laughs> there's three drinks here. Who do you think is drinking what? We've got a blue moon. Winter weed edition. We have a Di Sirono with Bailey, and then we also have a Modelo. Modelo. I, I feel like the Modelo is probably not going to fall to me. So that's <laughs> probably on one of those two. But you know, you just just let us know. Everyone, tweet right now if you think Christian even knows what a Di Sirono <laughs> is. <laughs> I'm going to send out a tweet with all of a sudden a picture and see what do they think. Who's drinking what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I bought it at the pizzeria. It's yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> Christian's like Di Sirono. That's I know, my new landlord. <laughs> I know one of you two is definitely getting the Modelo. I feel like yeah. tweet, for sure. Okay. No profiling there. I'm just saying. Some but he's going to get the <laughs> So, look, uh, there's not, you know, we wanted to, to, to you know, we, we, like I was saying, we were... We were going to break down this game. We are going to break down this game. Down. We were, like, concerned, yeah. but there's the nothing... Game, the game broke down in the 30th minute. <laughs> the, look, the U.S. They should, the USA should win this World Cup, right? They, uh, I mean, what, what else can we really think? Who's, who's going to... Sweden is the toughest in this group. Netherlands, uh, uh, maybe Norway, maybe France, but after seeing this, this is incredible. Because if you even think of, you know, France beat uh, Korea 4-0, what would the U.S. have done to Korea in that game? Do you know what I mean? Like, it seems like the the, the U.S. broke the hearts of, like, they've literally broken down Thailand. I think Thailand's government had a meeting like, is this a declaration of war? <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think Trump was getting all these calls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> How dare you send mercenaries? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, look, children were crying. This is they rough. were literally children crying. One hundred percent, children crying. How can how can we support these women any longer yeah, yeah. when they do this? War crimes. <laughs> the Treaty of Versailles specifically <laughs> said we weren't allowed to do this. Our prices have gone up when we go to Thailand. Oh, oh, sure. oh okay. No more discounts. I'm gonna have another special mode low. 
Um, uh, a mode low. Mode, okay. You mode know, low? Let me get a mode low. Okay. I, you know <laughs> I'm what? I'm just trying to think what they could mispronounce this as. I was looking at it. <laughs> and made these jokes about it. I was thinking like, it's, yes. I was not Modelo. You could have a mode low. Modelo? Modelo? Yeah. I don't know if you're trying to make it sound fancy. I just, I, Yo, let me get a Modelo. Mm, light. I, I, just, I, I think at this point we have to see uh, Michael LaBelle do stand-up comedy at some point. Uh, I've yeah. done it once. You have? I have done it once. What yeah. was that like? They banned him. That's how I moved to New York. <laughs> you gonna let me? It did it in New York. So it didn't go over that well. I made fun of the audience. Okay. <laughs> they Wait, that's the way you start. <laughs> the people you want to laugh with you? <laughs> well, I thought it was hilarious. and I. What'd you say, if you don't mind me the asking? joke that screwed me. <laughs> so I know where it all went wrong. Okay. And I was like, I saw a couple and I was like, all right, I know who's upgraded. And I know who's downgraded. Okay. And that's how I kind of started in it. And I was like, we should really take like a team vote on this as an audience. And the audience split on me on that one. Yeah. So they're uh, like, this seems rude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but I feel like when you're on a stage, that's the idea is that you have that that mic and you can be rude because we all know that it's a joke. <laughs> yes. It's not to be taken we serious right know. now. <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, look, you, you got the good trade in this ordeal. <laughs> we all know it's that. Right. This is the time that we can joke about that. This is, these are the times when you we build like everything about you. You build out your insecurities. You, you did, express but, them when you're on the stage. You but also is, attack I'm, other people. I'm glad yes. you did this. I'm glad you went through this experience because there's a lot of people. Uh, you know, we've we've done shows, we've done stand up shows where people, uh, you know, you meet those people that are like kind of hecklers and stuff, and they 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 have that that energy of like ah I could do that yeah I or could the do- bravado of like I help the show right? yeah. I need to add to this that I didn't prepare a set of any side. Like, I was not prepared. You know what? Trust me, we know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just it's almost like you read a couple comedy books before you went up. There. I'm just saying that I think it's relevant information. I, I don't know that it would have gone better, but at least I would have had prepared information. Yeah. When I stepped on that stage, I was like two DeSeronos in, yeah. and I was okay. only two. And I was I was already just like, I'm just going to make fun of some people, and we'll see how this kind of goes. Yeah, I think, well, you did. You saw how it went. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you end your set with comment, like, subscribe? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I didn't, but that would have probably earned earned a little bit of respect. Yeah, it wasn't bad, sure. actually. Like, people respected my confidence up to, like, a point of it going downhill a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I think you could learn more from bombing than you can from doing well. Yeah, and you so. are generally, like, a pretty confident dude, you know? And you're good on the mic so i had a lot of words they just didn't agree with many of them yeah. oh sure well i mean that's most of the things I, you write you, or say on on the internet yeah if you think you can do stand-up comedy try it and then let's talk about it yeah because people are not petitioned to laugh they don't have to laugh they don't have to do anything you know they're having their own time there they didn't like and especially if you're getting into it like you just want to do an open mic they're going to be maybe a little nicer to you just because you're doing an open mic, but they don't know you. They don't owe you anything. Oh, sure. well, this is the thing that celebrities They're not really like on through. your side. You know, no. you already know somebody. You're there. You paid for. I've already invested. Like, let's say I paid for a ticket. I paid to see the Cooligans. Paid $50 to go to a show. I'm happy about 50. my show. All right. Yeah. We, now, now we know what our price is. All are. right. We just increased our price. <laughs> All right. $49. <laughs> I've, I've seen Alexis. I want to see Christian. Sure. Um, but I, uh, I can definitely justify that. It's worth your time going to a show. Buy Thank some drinks, you. go to a show. But I, either way, the point is, if you've already invested money into somebody, you want them to be good. You have that mindset behind them. When somebody comes into an open mic, you like give them a moment. All right, you got a minute. Yeah. Until well, I decide I'm not into Celebrities this. find this out. When you can be a celebrity, the audience is going to be happy that you're there. But when you step on stage by yourself, you get two jokes. 
to be a celebrity. That's yeah. a good way of saying it. You After don't get that, many. You get you better yeah. get them early. You get two. You've got the first two bits where they're like, "Woo! I can't believe John Mayer's doing jokes." <laughs> Cuz he did it for a while. He tried to do it for a minute. Yeah. And then after the second joke, they're like, "Buddy, you're on stage. We pay to see a show of comedians. Now you're a comic. You'd either be funny or get the fuck off. You did your appearance." Yeah. It is uh it, it is the most like democratic art form it is very much just you know right away you know right away if uh if, if you not necessarily if you're meant for it or not but the audience and and performer relationship is very uh it, it's 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 based on talent and skill alone it's merit only it's merit, meritocracy was yeah. the word i was looking for you know what like sometimes like we'll headline and you you get paid to do an hour and even if it goes badly right away you have to sit there for the rest of the hour and do material whether they like it or not yeah and that's probably how the thailand team felt <laughs> <laughs> you guys get an hour yeah you we do hours all the time oh yeah of course wow. that's what a headliner does you're up yeah, there for an hour well, i mean i go to i go a decent amount of comedy shows and in I new feel, york is mostly showcase yeah, shows where you do 15 20 minutes yeah, max yeah. i was gonna say most of the time when i go to a show you've got so if you guys are not from New York, we should talk about this just because stand-up comedy here is much different than anywhere else that I've been. Yeah, it's probably closer to like how it is in L.A. or Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been – like if you go to stand-up comedy here, you can expect to see with a decent show anywhere between 5 to 12 people. Yeah, I mean, 12 is a bit much, but like 7 is like your average. I've seen maximum 12. That's why I put 12 in there. Sure. Yeah, but like, you know, like, I wouldn't expect it, but you're right. Like 5 some, to 8. But no, if you, go to like, if you go to the last show, they'll throw like younger comics up at the end. And they're still like great comics. They're just young or just new at the club, you know? Or, or you might see a surprise too. And this is also a big city situation. Yeah. You're not going to be in Montana. Uh, I know it's a state, not a city, but you're not going to be in the state of Montana and you're just going to have a random Chris Rock show up. No. no. However, that can happen it, well, in mean, New York. You can see. I'm not saying it They'll will. They'll be like, wow, one black person is yeah. in Montana. Who the hell invited <laughs> him? I don't know why they have Southern accents. But yeah, I mean, I was doing a show where Jerry Seinfeld uh, popped in. I, I did, hope you got to go before he went. I was hosting, thank God, all three shows. He did it three did times Did he kill it? He ruined everybody? I mean, he, because, he, like, he changes the energy in yeah, the room. Yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. well, that was... That was Jerry Seinfeld. So why is any other comedian going to come up here? Yeah, I, is, I feel terrible for the comic that has to go after. And was his material time, good? I feel like he's a very material based guy. Yeah, he's very much. So, but he also does a Q and A at the end of his set now. So he like he allows people to ask him questions, and then he just tears them apart. And no, and I think he well, if it's a stupid question, yeah, but uh, or if it's really personal, if you ask about his kids, he'll just rip you to shit because he doesn't like talking about his kids. But uh, he will. He just randomly will do a Q and A and then get off. And the comic, the one time was going on after him. Kind of has a really big head. Not funny, but has a big head. And he, uh, they said to me, they're like, hey, could you do a bit in between? Like, reset the room. I'll do it as a host. I do another joke just to kind of let the audience calm down. So in other words, I'll eat that bullet of like, I'll take the bomb off the next comic. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll do a bit. It crushes. And he was like, he gave me the signal for another one. I'm like, no. <laughs> I said his name, brought him up, and he bombs for seven minutes straight or 12 minutes straight. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I wasn't going to set them up. I wasn't going to spin the plate for you. And if you haven't been to a show, this is a, a definitely a, something to take into consideration. Once you see somebody that's huge or somebody that was unexpected and kills it, the room is theirs. So you either have to win it back or it ain't coming back. Yeah, the next comic has to do something early up front in their set or the host has to do it. That sort of reest reestablishes alpha. Who's the guy from Billions? That's oh, out Dan here. Soda. Dan I saw him recently. I, I, he popped in on a show, and I was he's very great. happy. He's I thought he was hilarious. Great. Dan Soda is great. He's, a he's great. one of he's one of my favorite comics. In yeah, there. I was yeah. at a um, I was at a Wednesday show in Chinatown. Uh, was it Better Days? Is that the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 
I went to a Wednesday show there and he popped in and I thought he yeah, was Yeah, PD Diabru hosts. Yeah. yeah. That guy's a funny dude, yeah, man, yeah. from the Bronx. He's kind of like this combination of a dude from a poor neighborhood also with Bronx influence and then also very smart. So yeah. so, so, so he's triple, Tracy Morgan. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Tracy Morgan went to Ivy League. Yeah, no, he's very no, much No, Petey's so. great. He's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I mean, there's the, the, the New York City comedy scene is incredibly vibrant. If anybody, usually the, the cool thing about doing this show is that there's a lot, you know, for, for uh, there's a lot of people doing away days and they come to like see uh, when they're playing the Red Bulls or playing against NYCFC and people hit us up for like, yo, what food should I get? What pizza places should I go to? We want to come see you perform. Yeah, so that's always been really cool. Let me ask you guys this. So if somebody's coming to New York, what are your three must-sees for entertainment or like you're coming to New York? Because I think a stand-up show is in there for me. Yeah, for sure. I, Especially I, one I, where either one of us are on. It's, no, no, but it's so unique. <laughs> yeah. I just come, like ignored that. He's like, either one of us are yeah. on. It's like, yeah, it's so new. You, you, come yeah. To, yes, come to a show that either of us are on or if, if we're not uh, performing in that uh, That in venue that off Grand you guys are on are be- is a beautiful venue. Oh, great the location. Illuminati party? Yes. Illuminati yes. Highly recommend. Yeah. I've been to that. I host yeah. a show every Wednesday also at, in, uh, Brooklyn. At, in Brooklyn at Two Boots in Park Slope. It's a pizza place. Fun little spot. Uh, but... Great show. If uh, if we're not performing in that uh, you know in that span that you're here, go to the Comedy Cellar. The Comedy Cellar is the greatest comedy club uh, on the planet, without a doubt. So what's cool about the Comedy Cellar too is because it's so limited in terms of seats. It's not that you won't be able to get a seat, but because they lock it in. How many people do you think they max out in there? Well, 70, 80? No, it's they, they fit 120 in the main room. 120? But they fit 220 in the it, underground. In the underground, they have so they and have another the room. Black now well, I was like off. The one off McDougal is over 100 people. Yeah, it's 120. Huh. Yeah, they pack them in, but it's it's great. It's a, it's always a great show. All right, so I mean, we can talk about comedy all day, but uh, I know we went a little off topic, but I just think no, it's no, so no. important. If you're coming to New York right now, three things you must do. Just come. Give number us one, one. <laughs> number one is you have to go to a comedy show because if you haven't been to comedy shows in New York, you haven't been to comedy shows. All right, and I mean that well as said. a non, I'm well a non New Yorker. All right, they're different here. The experience is different. The the material you get is different. People try new things here. Yeah, it's um, yeah. You you get to experience on what you think you're going to see on Netflix. Yeah, okay. You want to sure. you watch Netflix? Come to New York. You'll see it before it hits Netflix. Well, I'll guarantee you, if someone's going to do like Colbert or Jimmy Fallon, uh, you're going to watch them at every comedy club in the city that whole week. You'll get to see it before it's on TV. And, yeah. and the reason that they do that is because the New York crowd is unforgiving. Yo, absolutely. If you're not good, it doesn't matter who you are. They're yeah. only going to, like you said, they'll give you two jokes. Number two, you've got to eat at certain places. I mean, I would highly recommend pizza spots, and that would probably be Alexis' specialty. Yeah, just hit us up for comedy and pizza. Yeah. I've never known anyone more passionate or more like informational about pizza. I really just think you should run a pizza I took show. you. I took you on a pizza tour. I've, for, I've uh, gone on a pizza tour with Alexis. Yeah, yes. for that dead channel. I gained <laughs> I gained seven pounds yeah. on, uh, on the pizza tour. And then number three, and this is going to be very different than one and two, I think you should hop on a city bike. You've never been to New York? You need to see New York. It's well, the best way to kind of roll through New Alexis York. on a bike? Please. Well, stop. Uh, <laughs> I just got on one of those... hop on a subway or something. <laughs> I got on a Revel scooter. You know what those are? The sit-down electric scooters? Yeah. Like the Vespas? They got him in Brooklyn and Queens. Amazing. Almost died 37 times. Okay. So any 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 uh, mode of transportation where Alexis can sit down is his favorite. Oh, so. God. <laughs> pregnant woman's like, could you please be sir? <laughs> I'm also pregnant. No. I get up for everybody. Uh, yeah. No, that, I thank you for that. That means a lot. Very, to very sweet you of you, He's Mike. He's not getting up if you're on the flight. No. <laughs> so, uh, no. Mike, thanks so much for hanging out with us and talking about uh, this uh, insane game. There's a lot, obviously, if you 
you're not watching the Women's World Cup, make sure to do that because maybe you can see more more slaughterings like these. Uh, it was rough. But look, look, it, it's not as competitive, uh, especially for the U.S. Uh, in the group stage. But it will get more competitive uh, during in the knockout stage because I believe if I think if the U.S. wins the group and and so does France, which which is what is expected, I think they would be playing in either. The round of sixteen, or or the or, or the, the, uh, the quarterfinals. Quarterfinals, so, yeah. If they win, uh, if they win, so who not knows? Every, not every competition is going to be you know um, as easy to run through as as Thailand was. Yeah. So especially now after this after this result, everyone else is going to show up. Yes. And, and they're gonna you're not going to do this again. You're going to get hurt if you try to do this again. So. <laughs> Maybe who knows? It'll be. I'm a- surprised no one tried a two foot. Alex Morgan after the fourth goal. I mean, I'm honestly, oh, I, if it was a more aggressive team, I think they would have. You know what? I, I maybe that maybe this is the. I feel like the the ethics of the women's game is a little bit different than the men's, and and you sort of see it the way uh, uh, the players carry themselves. They are a little bit more. Uh, they don't really complain about calls as much. They don't try to get in the referee's face, and that and yeah, I, I agree. Uh, so the, I, I think the idea of of retaliating from Thailand is not characteristic of the women's game. Maybe well, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but that's what was that? Remember that video of the the lady in uh, college? She was like yanking the girl's hair and fighting and punching during a game. No, I never saw like, oh, that. Boy. Yeah, you have. It went viral like three years ago. Okay. Oh, hiccup. <laughs> Imagine that girl played on uh, Thailand. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! So look, uh, been a fight out there. <laughs> look, I'm not saying that it can't get chippy, but look at well, I don't know. Fight. What is? It's the first game of the World Cup. They, they're they're not. You're gonna get a red card. You're gonna get sent off. You're gonna be missing games. Like there's no real point. You know, take the L. No matter how many goals you you give up, and the, and 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 pray that you can get some kind of result. Uh, against uh, Chile or Sweden. I mean, that's yeah. really that's really it. And also, if you're the U.S. women's team, congrats. You body, <laughs> you body yeah, Thailand. Yeah, we, we can't t- we're not taking anything away from them. You under- no, we I mean, congrats. You, know, you beasted them. Like, this is what we wanted to see, to be completely honest. Exactly. Maybe not this much, you know, <laughs> uh, but it's definitely what we wanted to see. I will say this. You made bulletin board material for every other team you're playing against. They're going to come prepared for the team that just thrashed Thailand 13-0. So, yo... You guys are gonna have to find it at even another level. Yeah, I, look, and I honestly, I think they have it, and I can't wait to see it. I, look, after a thirteen nil, I think that especially the, the the remaining teams in the group are gonna do us just. I don't even think it's not even about a game plan. It is just straight up low block. Yeah. You know? Oh, you think talking about us? We took the wheels off this joint. It we don't even move. We ain't planning on moving it to yeah. the other half of the field. Good Lord, we ain't trying to run all the way over there. Leave that much space for you? Hell no, no, thank you, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Good idea, but we reject it. <laughs> yeah, no. So look, uh, they got that buzz on Cineblock. <laughs> so, uh, but it's still, uh, you know, you, you got to expect they, they're after this. That's it. They're, they're the clear favorites, and you and you uh, you you would imagine they would easily get through this group, and 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 really kind of. I, I honestly, after watching this, I have no idea who's even close. I mean, France maybe. France. France is the only level of competition we have right now. Yeah. And it's their home turf. So let's see if that helps get them over the edge. Yeah. So we'll see. But they, they, oh my God. They look good. The, well, we the last time we did one of these at Inter now, well, we were right again, <laughs> except it was for Thailand. <laughs> okay. I think we need to uh, do this podcast in Thailand and, show, and give them some love and support. On the anniversary, they're going to read the names of the players <laughs> with solemn music. 
god. Damn, they're gonna and during next year's Oscars is gonna be in memorium <laughs> yeah. and it's gonna Black be and white photos <laughs> of each of the players. All right, yeah, it's like wait, I think they're still alive. No, they're not. <laughs> they're <laughs> in the audience. <laughs> Remember June eleventh, <laughs> two thousand nineteen. Never, never forget. <laughs> never forgot. Never forget. Oh, real. Uh, uh, so, uh, everybody, thank you again uh, for listening. Stay on top of uh, the, uh, this World Cup. Make sure you watch the game show. Uh, some support. They, they these uh, these games. They, they, they're crazy. We girls are losing teeth. Uh, girls still playing. Still playing. Uh, there's there's uh, just a lot happening. A lot of Cruyff turns. Okay. There's t- so much skill. Uh, support Cruyff twins. Uh, yeah. Cruyff twins. Can't talk. Yeah. Yes. Cruyff twins. Cruyff twins. That's yeah. what I uh, I've always after I've been after Cruyff so, twins. Uh, so, Add that skill moving to FIFA ASAP. Yeah. The Cruyff twins. Please. <laughs> so uh, we usually end the show. You know how we end the show, Mike. You've, you've been you've done times. it a bunch of times. Uh, so with that said. Uh, for Mike LaBelle, my name is Christian Polanco. I am Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The Cooligans!